Welcome back to the Nosebleeds Podcast. I am Chris Witt, and with me as always is Mr. Adam Schmidt. Adam, how are you today, sir? I'm so wonderful. How are you? Bud, it's uh, two days after Christmas. I'm feeling great. Yeah. I shouldn't say that. You know, I got something going on. What do you have? Have I talked to you about the, my chest pain that I've been that I had? No, but I need to know about it. All right. Happening so last week, Jeez. last week, like three o'clock in the morning, I woke up. It's probably been, I think it was last Tuesday. And I got this crazy chest pain, right? And right just a little to the left of my, like the center of my chest. And uh, a couple days before that, we were playing around. And I let my son punch me as hard as he could. And he hit me right dead center of my body. And I I thought that's what it was. I thought I just said, like, like was, I'm old. And I just let him, you know, and I was like, yeah, that's right. You just hit a concrete wall. And he's like, my hand hurts. Yeah, that's right. It hurts. or something i don't know i don't know i don't know maybe not i mean it doesn't like hurt to the touch but i can get it to hurt when i touch it like in certain spots you're breathing fine breathing fine got no problem with the breath have you have you done um have you done your uh what's it called your pulse your uh heart rate your yep, uh, heart rate's fine yeah the apple watch the apple watch seems to think my resting heart rate's uh just normal um we can pull it up and see what what uh what Steve Jobs uh thinks I've got going on. Mm. Uh so right now I'm at 72 beats per minute. That's not terrible. And I'm talking and stuff. My where does it tell you you're resting? Yeah, resting heart rate, 63. Okay. Totally normal. I don't I don't really know what it's supposed to be. Around 60 is good. Okay. 60 is good. All right. Uh hmm. I don't know, man. It's it's weird. What for for it to be a week? A week in the same pain. Wow. Not gone away, not done, nothing. So it's not all the time, but like if I sit for a long period of time and then move, it's like, oh, you know, like an ache, like a back ache. You know, I feel like like I've I've had something like that before. Um, but I don't know if I was from a it was from something like that though. I don't know. Um and I know what you when you said that, like you sit and then you move after you sit still for a little bit. I mean, I can't I can't make it happen. But just randomly, all of a sudden, it's like, oh, yeah, right there. Just uh, boom. A little bit right there. What? So what's your number? What, when do you uh, when do you make a. Yeah. Okay. Um, but I have not taken my heart, my, my, my heart rate, blood pressure. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've taken my regular heart rate, but not my blood pressure or heart rate. Um, <laughs> such a dummy, but when I do, I'll let you know, but I feel, I, you know, I'm, I'll tell you this though. It doesn't take long for me to get tired. I'm like going out, playing, doing anything tired and I'm noticing it more. And I think it's because I feel this in my chest huh? and it's making me say, Oh, Something's wrong with me. 
Okay. Any doctors out there? Let me know what's wrong with me. Mm-hmm. Uh, but while we while we go while while we have that, uh, got a little podcast for you today. Yeah, we've got uh, Nick Mullen. We've got uh, the Mount Rushmore of referees, basketball referees, mm-hmm. um, past, present, future, uh, youth, collegiate, anything. Yeah, and All right. we'll get to that. Yes, we'll get to that. Um, okay, so Adam, uh, Christmas was about three days ago. Yeah. Um, two days ago, whatever it was. What did you do for Christmas, Bob? Yeah. Uh, so, well, we had our Christmas party, our big family Christmas party a couple weeks ago. Um, we probably talked about We talked about that, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, my immediate family got together on Christmas Eve. There you go. Uh, so that was nice. Went to my dad's house. We had uh, the traditional Christmas lasagna. Love that. And uh, oh, like uh, Mike Birbiglia. Absolutely. <laughs> I just realized that. Uh, <laughs> so we had we had a little Italian deal, and um, it was good. It was really good, and it was nice. And uh, you know, we had so bought less gifts than ever this year because, and I may have said this too. Uh, yes, I did. My I didn't get my siblings anything for the first time in my life because we decided to do a we're gonna try to do a kid free dinner, a nice dinner That's right. somewhere. Yep. I remember instead that instead of gifts. Yeah. So I got less and I gave less this year than I ever have before. Nice. Which is totally fine. And yes. So we just gotta sure. plan that dinner. Yep. There you go. I like that. That's a good idea. Yeah, yeah. I like, I like that. Uh you know, the norm, uh five or six different places. And I mean they're all the same places, but right around all close to me uh two days before or so the day before christmas eve we did the family christmas on on my my in-law's side and then christmas eve we do my mother-in-law's whole family and then christmas we've got my mom and dad and we've got um my father-in-law's side of the family and uh yeah there you go Bunch of nice. a lot of Christmas. I still have one left on Friday. Uh, we have my dad's side. That's the best one. That's that's good. I'm that's excited good. to see if you get the if you get the cards this year. I talked to so my cousin Jared's birthday is today. I talked to him really. Oh, well, happy birthday, Jared! Go yep. uh, go Taylor uh, Bumblebees or whatever. Yeah, yeah, jackets. Yeah, the yellow jackets. Um, so I I called him, talked to him for a little bit, and uh, we were talking about that. We were like, well. See you Friday. Hopefully, Uncle Brent comes through with the uh, <laughs> with the old white elephant box of cards. <laughs> That's awesome. Anyway, yeah, looking forward to that. Hopefully, we we get to do something fun like that. But uh, either way, that's always what, fun. What's the best thing you got for Christmas? Um, uh, off work. Off uh, a fork. Off work. Oh, off work. I thought you said off, a fork off work and off school. And I also got a really nice crystal fork. Oh, no. awesome. Ooh. Uh, <laughs> uh, no, I, I, yeah. Uh, I'd say, uh, you know, I got an Amazon gift card. I got a gift card to Santorini. Um, if you're, if you're on the West side of Cincinnati, uh, go check out Santorini restaurant in Chiviet. 
Uh, what else? I got a couple of t-shirts. Um, that was, I think about it. What's the best thing you gave to somebody? I only, what's the president that like kids, anything that the, whoever you gave to, they were like, that might've been their favorite present of the day. Well, (laughs) I don't know about that, but, uh, I, let's see. I mean, my favorite present that I got all five of my nieces and nephews was the Reds Heads Kids Club membership. There you go. They opened the backpack and they got the jersey and everything. Yes. I was talking to my sister a couple of days before that, and I was like, I was looking around for other stuff because I'm like, I don't know how excited they're going to be to open this, right? Sure. And uh, so I'm like, I got to find something for them. And I'm trying to do the whole, my brother's like, no, no more toys. toys. No toys. No more toys. So I'm trying to abide by that. Good for you. I don't abide by anybody's rules. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I end up getting them a couple smaller things, and they're they're into they're at the age now they're just getting into video games. Okay. So I got two of them gift cards for like the, the Nintendo Switch or whatever. So okay. They can buy yep. their own game. Yep. Um, I got uh, I got I got them a, a, all a couple of things, and I, the the two like babies, you know, they have no idea what's going on. So no. I got them the Redheads Kids Club, and then I got each one of they them do, stuffed animals. Yeah, they do. Uh... Did they still do the the infant club or whatever? The rookies, yeah. Yeah, the rookies. Yeah. Yep. So it's I don't think it cost as much and or maybe it does, I don't know, but like it's got different stuff in it, right? A little bit, yep. Yes. So it all they all get they all get a jersey. Um the kids got so the the regular Red Ted's kids club gets a backpack with the jersey and uh, a couple other things, a book of coupons and stuff like that. Um the the babies got the jersey, no backpack. And like a little water bottle, like a little nice little tiny kid's water bottle. Um, so anyway, uh, everybody got so that's my and, and so my sister's like, nope, you're wrong. At least you know her son specifically. She's like, he's gonna love it. I'm like, I just don't see. I don't know. You know. Yeah, yeah. You don't know what's gonna happen. They loved it. Perfect. They loved Great the Redheads job. Kids Club stuff. Reds heads a hit off the bat. I love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. Hopefully that forces them to a game or two as well yeah you get a free game out of it yeah yeah um all right good that's awesome yeah. i love it i love it what about you best uh, thing you got first best thing i got um man i got so many good things what was the best uh yeah i know the best thing i got mm-hmm. i've talked about it on the podcast uh so last year all i talked about was the only thing i wanted were slippers that's all i wanted everybody asked me what I wanted. All I wanted were slippers. The only person that got, I got slippers and it was from somebody that I didn't even tell. I wanted them from my sister. She randomly got me slippers and thought it was going to be the worst present in the world. Loved it. Awesome. This year on the podcast, I just a couple weeks ago was talking about how I have bought more bidets in my life to put into white elephants and put into these things. My wife got me a bidet. Yeah. I got me a little uh, toilet seat bidet. We're going to hook that sun gun right up here, and uh, I'm going to be squirting my booty hole like nobody's business. So you already had one. This is for another bathroom. I don't have one. I, I never, you I've one. never had one. No, that was my whole thing. I, oh. I've never I, – I, I've bought many thinking people would get the hint, I want a bidet, and I've never got one. Uh-oh. Now, we've got one at work. I use the one at work all the time. It's okay. a, they keep it on just for me because everybody's like, I'm not using that. This is disgusting. I'm like, yeah. clean, this, clean this anus up right here. I wonder how willing I would be to use one in a public restroom or a. Oh, it's just work. There's only a few people there, and they've got we've got like an out 
like a like the yard guy, like the yard bathroom, and then you got the office bathroom. This is in the office bathroom. There's only two people in the office, so it's not like yeah. it's getting used a lot. And it's got a you know you can clean the nozzle, mm-hmm. right? You turn the thing shut, and you just turn the water on. It's gonna clean that nozzle out real good. Okay. And then you open up the nozzle and clean your nozzle out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I haven't looked at it to see if it had the uh, the rotating nozzle on it to where like it has feminine and and not feminine it probably does because i got a pretty cheap one and it has but it doesn't yeah. okay the one at work doesn't because i oh. i you know i just if you're sitting in the wrong spot you really got to kind of move around you, a little bit you do have to move around but if i'm in the right spot there i mean of course if i sit in the wrong spot maybe i get a little bag tap but i don't know well and that's okay oh yeah i'm sure it feels yeah. great yeah clean uh, off clean the taint i would probably want to use it to clean the taint more than i would want to clean I, the uh the hole I really clean a pretty decent surface area. Yeah. Every time. Get in there. Make it's, sure you're all cleaned up. I'm like, I'm cleaning anyway. Might I, as well. I'll get di- a direct shot plus the surrounding area. Absolutely. To make sure I'm all good. Yeah. Clean that thing. You don't know what kind of spray you had down there. Yeah. Man, it's, oh yeah. Your your life is about to get a lot I, better. I love, I'm telling you right now, I've been talking about them for years. Finally got one. I can't tell you how excited I am. That's awesome. Yep. I'm I'm very excited for you on that. Thank you. I'm excited the fact that you're excited because the bidet, uh, until you got your bidet, yeah. you know that that was never anything you would ever think about. You're right. You're right. Now I tell other people, I'm like, you got to do the bidet. Got to get one, bub. Got to get one. That's awesome. I would love to run hot water over to my toilet and get one of the ones that has like hot and cold. The problem <laughs> yeah. is you kind of got to turn that nozzle on probably. You like have it closed like you're clean, like the clean part of how they say cleaning it. Keep it closed and run that hot water for a minute before it, uh, before because if you turn that thing right on, it's gonna be cold water. Yeah, it is cold water. No, oh, there's no you doubt. Gotta get, you gotta, you even if you had it. hot water hooked up to it, it's gonna be cold water yeah. right away. Yeah. So I don't know. Wow, very good. Uh, okay, so then what did you get for somebody that you were either really excited to give them or that they were really excited to receive? Man, ah, that's a good question. I'm going to be completely honest with you. My wife buys everything. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's true. You, so yeah, you that. I can't I, I can't answer that question. Well, she does an amazing job. She does yeah. it all. Um, Yeah. Okay. That's fair. Outside of my mom and dad uh, and my father-in-law, mother-in-law, this was uh first year. We let the kids not just go to like the dollar store and pick something out of the dollar store. Like we told them, like, what do you want to get them? And we got on Amazon and got whatever they wanted. Parker, uh, apparently my mom must be a huge religious person because two of the three kids wanted to get her a cross. <laughs> one was a cross necklace. One was just a cross to hang on the wall. And you know what? She act, She may have even really been this, but she acted like that was the best thing she's ever gotten in her life. Am uh, I right? Uh, oh, of course. I mean, she, I mean, that. where do I think? Where do you think I get her that, from? Yes. Yes, it really is. That's, awesome. that's the thing, though. It's not an act. If somebody thinks those are the yeah. best gifts. When somebody thinks about you, yeah, whether it's something you want or not, you can look at it and go, "That person actually thought that I would like this." And then you got to, you know, that's a that's what I'm excited about. I'm not. I mean, I mean, I'm not excited to get a six pack of Sam Adams. I don't drink anything like that. But you thought about me. Oh, yeah. thank you. I love this beer, and it's still sitting from my birthday, still sitting in the fridge. And they're not wrong. Your mom is a God fearing woman. She is. Absolutely. Good. Good. My dad wore his uh grandpa's the best chef apron for the rest of the day. Nice. <laughs> and he is, man. He can throw it down. Yes, he can. He brought some uh oh, that's why I went to um 
went to our cousin's house. Went to Benton. Yeah, I was was excited. Back to the the old stomping grounds. So I had to see the house. It was awesome. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Monster house? Yes. Is it anything like like his old house? Our cousins lived in these like uh, 1906 built monster houses i think it's when they were 18 kids. something 18 i, I wouldn't i totally would believe 18 yeah. uh yes but very old a lot of a lot of original looking stuff in the house too i mean yeah. the the uh the railings and stuff going up stairs and it would that it, it was really cool the old radiators and everything uh very cool and you know a lot of it was most of it was kept up really well and they they even you know spruced it up a little bit um so it's it's i mean it's in good shape and a lot of fun it's awesome i like it it. love a good old house that gets spruced up yeah it's real nice but anyway your your parents brought a bunch of food and uh you know had some cheesy potatoes uh they were good did they yeah they weren't even they weren't even normal uh they had to substitute some ingredients i'm gonna let you know now is that right yep they 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 did they thought they had everything that they needed but uh made a couple substitutions still spot on well i had them at uh thanksgiving as well yeah at their house and that oh those were oh god so good mm, i love cheesy potatoes cheesy potatoes and green bean casserole love okay them. i'm out on the second one but yeah cheesy really? potatoes. i love green bean casserole yeah i mean it's gonna be made right there's people that make some bad green bean casserole it tastes like mushroom soup or something like that that tastes mm-hmm. disgusting i need a good green bean casserole i also figured out i uh so do you remember me talking about this gunpowder seasoning. You remember me ever talking about that? I would like, I just walk by and I tap it in my hand and lick it. And I'll do that all day long. It's like salty. It looks like pepper if you look at it, but it's not peppery. Uh, So good. So I've got two bottles of those now. I got one for Christmas uh, from work and then uh, old boy at work didn't want his. So he gave me, he had, he had one he doesn't ever use. I got that. I got two of these bad boys now. And I, that might be another reason why I'm having all these heart problems because I have had probably a quarter of it just licking it out of my hand. <laughs> so it's like garlic salt and something else. It's salty deliciousness. Okay. It's basically salt. It's, I mean, it's salt. I, I can't stop. I mean, that is, yeah, I would say you, you could have some heart stuff with uh, the the amount of salt that you eat. Um, but, you know, I, I'm I'm doing the same thing with sugar, so. Well, I don't know what's worse. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, they're both pretty bad. Yeah. Uh, anyway, hey, speaking of sugar and speaking of eating, uh, we can keep talking about this. But I, while we're doing that, I'm going to pull out the. Oh, do, do is there another Reese's that we haven't done? Is there yes. something we have not done? Yes, I think I've got two or three things now. That's impressive. Uh, so uh, that's the other thing. Apparently, we got more people than we think that listen to this podcast because four gifts for actual physical gifts. From four separate p- people, I got some kind of Reese-related gift. Hey, okay. Yeah. That's good. Lots of Reese's in the house now. We've had, it's mostly just Reese cups and then a box of the animal crackers that we had. Nice. I saw, I uh, went into a store a few days before Christmas and saw the, uh, the 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 pack that's like four feet long. It's like mm-hmm. seventeen rows of Reese's or yeah. something like that that they do. And then you got the one pound cup. It's like stuff like that. Forty dollars or something I ridiculous. So, yeah. yeah. Um, but anyway, at that, at that same store, I saw these for the first time. Chris, here we go. Reese's. Is that a football? football? Let's go. I like it. Now, very much like the egg, 
uh, the the egg at Easter. It's funny you say that because before you sink your teeth into this, take a good look at it. Oh, like, oh, like open, open it, and look it, at it. Oh. Open it and, and take a good look at it. Uh, so you're telling me this is the this is the egg they just kind of cut. The... <laughs> so looking at the if you you can't see the, but on the front cover it looks basically like the Easter egg Reese's. Uh, but it looks like they took some of the chocolate out where the um where the laces of the football would be. So it looks like it's got laces on it. Wait, do they? Did they? Oh, on the cover. On the cover. On the cover. On the cover. <laughs> when you but when it, you open it, they just had a whole lot of Reese's eggs. It's the egg. It's the egg. This is the egg. It's even flat on the bottom like the egg is. It's yeah. not even close to a football. They don't have the laces on the actual thing. Reese's. <laughs> Terribly done. <laughs> yeah. this, is, this is false advertising. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, okay, boys. It's football season, and we can act like we have another new thing that everybody's going to want to buy. Hey, yeah, like we've already got this mold. Let's just do this. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. Unbelievable. Oh. Mm-hmm. All right. So, Adam. I mean, obviously. Take a bite. Let me look back at my notebook at what mm-hmm. I rated the egg. Probably like a nine nine or nine eight. It's uh, this is a nine. This is a this is a nine eight. Uh huh. I agree. Nine eight. I mean, it's the Reese's egg. It's perfect. Mm-hmm. Yep. How weird is that? Mm-hmm. Not weird. Mm-hmm. Anyway, all right. Come on, Reese's, do better. You expect better from the the greatest candy maker in the world. I know. Hmm. Speaking of that, the new Wonka movie came out this weekend. Yeah. Any chances you're going to go see it? I'm undecided. I never saw the uh, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. If you don't know, Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory is my favorite movie ever. Mm -hmm. Right there with Pee-wee's Big Adventure. And, um, I almost said Gene Simmons. I was I, I lose that. Gene Wilder. I, I held myself back because I knew it wasn't right. I feel pretty proud of myself. Normally, my mouth goes faster than my brain. So, Gene uh, Gene Wilder is is uh, the greatest actor of all time, mostly because of his performance in Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. I I don't know, like you know, this is all like most of it's like CGI and all computer generated. Um, so that kind of does that, that does it less, uh, of a service for me. Mm-hmm. I know we're living in that age, but, um, I don't know. I just love the, the magic of the, the original movie and I, nothing, it, it would take a miracle for anything to match up to that. So I, I almost don't want to see it because I'm just going to go did into you see it. The Johnny Depp one. No. I did not see that one. That's Charlie. I think that was Charlie in the Chocolate Factory. I'm pretty sure. Okay. Is that what they called it? All right. Anyway. Um, so, no. I never saw it because I didn't want to because I was like, no. I just automatically feel – I I'm without seeing it, as ridiculous as this is, without seeing it, I already don't like it. Here's the deal, though. Nobody's trying to beat the original. I know, but you can't not compare it. So, here's – I I am going to say don't watch Johnny Depp one. Mm-hmm. Don't watch it because they're just trying to do the same thing. Okay. That right? They were trying to do the same basic thing. I feel like this one's different. This is like the prequel, right? Like, all right, let's see how Wonka grew up. Let's see what turned him into this guy. 
let's see who the very apparently uh i can't remember the guy the actor's name who plays the oompa loompa but does an amazing job the oompa loompa there's there's one the the original oompa loompa that he find that he first meets oh in this this is how that works i thought that i thought they were all cgi in this thing in this new one oh it's 100 percent cgi but it's uh hugh hugh grant hugh grant i think it's hugh grant yeah really yeah, I'm gonna look up who what Hugh Grant looks like and make sure I'm thinking of the right guy. I but, only um, know Hugh Grant from the '90s. I have a picture of 100. Then we're thinking of the same guy. I think hmm. G R A N T. That's him. Yeah, Hugh Grant. 100. Wow. Hugh Grant plays uh plays the Oompa Loompa, and I mean it's obviously CGI because he's a miniature orange person. But they use yeah. his face. Yeah, they use his face and they use his voice. Huh. Okay. I don't know. I I have also considered seeing it. I might. I, I would I, see this one. I, I would. Almost, I want. I want to see this one. I didn't care for the Johnny Depp one. Okay. I didn't care for it at all. Then I. That probably puts me. I probably. I will never see that one. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe. You know. Maybe I. I, I do have a few more days to kill before I have to go back to work and back to school. Maybe I'll do that. There you go. When do you go back to school? The eighth. When do you go back to work? The second. Oh, like Bing Bang Boom Tuesday. No, that's yeah Tuesday. Tuesday. Yeah. Tuesday, right back into it, huh? Yeah, yeah. So you still got Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. You still got a five-day go go of it. Yeah. Speaking of that, what are you doing for New Year's? Oh, man. What is this single man doing for New Year's? You got five days. So if it's considered nothing right now, then we may be able to hook you up here in the next couple of days. Well, there is a – so there's a club downtown that does um, a phone party where they have, you know, the, the phone they – they have it coming down from the thing and everything, yeah. and uh, and you wear ba- you wear swimwear. Speedo, yeah. You and have so a speedo on. I'm, I'm going to that. It's a, a singles only thing. Shirt off the whole time. Yeah. Shirt off. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Shirt off the whole time. I've Pro- never seen I you probably, shirt off when you had abs. Yeah, I probably won't have uh, shoes or socks on. Yeah. I just I think it's um, go around a foam nice foam party with no shoes and socks. I mm-hmm. totally you. So what are you really doing? <laughs> hopefully um uh, laying down on the couch that's it you're not a new year's guy huh not a new year's guy at all no i think it's very silly yeah yeah so uh a lot of people call it amateur hour right because you get all these crazy people that just have this one time they're gonna go crazy i told my wife i was like you know what i don't think i'm gonna drink on new year's mm-hmm. that's the you know that's i trust time. me that's big day hey, careful now no, I'm, I'm. I mean, like you said, it's amateur hour. I'm not. I don't want to put. You know, let go ahead, have some fun, and I'll. Uh, I'll make sure we all get home safe. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you guys are going somewhere. I guess I'm. I'm not in oh. charge of that. I got you. I'm not in charge of anything. <laughs> gotcha. It I seems guess. that way. <laughs> <laughs> you don't know what anybody got from you for Christmas. No. Nope. Oh, I know. Yeah, yeah. That's true. Yeah, that's true. I. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm. I'm kidding. Uh, but that's cool. That's yeah. If you go, uh, you guys will end up at your, you know, brother-in-law, sister-in-law's house or something, right? Uh, go somewhere. I think, uh, I think somebody from the baseball team, something like that. Okay. Not, that might. They've all been talking, so I'm sure might end up here, bud. I don't know. We might could be here. here. We could end up here. If we end up here. You're always invited. <laughs> I appreciate that. Uh, I'll yeah. invite you over to wherever we go. You want to hang out with a bunch of kids and some married folk? Mm. More than welcome. Gosh, that sounds. Like something, uh, yeah. I, I for the last many many years, I think I've, uh, I think I had really probably since you guys before you had kids had yeah. parties on New Year's yep. Eve, and I came to those a bunch. But uh, besides that, 
I really haven't done much. Have you? I do you it. stay up till midnight? Do you watch the ball drop? Uh, no, no. no. I, I I have some uh, like a few times in years past. Uh, I have fallen asleep before midnight a few times in years past. Usually, I'm up. Uh, and then I'll I'll get the text from my sister and Happy New Year. She'll start the the whole Happy New Year. I love everybody and um, yep. And then everybody has to respond. Yeah, I can I tell you something to. that I can I tell you something that I've been doing lately. <laughs> I turn your phone off. No, I have decided that in those big group messages like that, I've decided I don't have to do it anymore. No, it doesn't mean that I'm a bad person. No, it doesn't. I just if I don't, I'll it, I could start it. But it doesn't mean I have to go through it, right? If somebody else does it, I'm done. That's it. All of a sudden, if I get to my phone and there's six in the same group message, I'm good. I'm good. I don't even heart like the hearting him or anything like that unless they're all blue, right? Because if they're not all blue and you like it, then it just says liked it, liked it, liked it, liked yeah. it, liked it all down the line. If, if you could just put a little heart on there and it's got a little heart or, or a thumbs up or whatever, cool with that. <laughs> but um yeah like the side of the fam one side of the family i mean there's a group chat with 20 people in it <laughs> guess what bud not getting a merry christmas from me <laughs> you got a christmas card you could have sent one back you know what i mean that's uh that's how i see it i wonder i got way less merry christmas messages and didn't really i don't think i sent any out yeah on christmas i definitely um did. I, you know what there were maybe a cup maybe one or two um but besides that yeah and I was, I was like, okay, now we're turning a new, uh, new page here. I'm, if I'm getting less, I'm sending less, uh, and that's fine. It's not because it's not I her. don't care about anybody. No, no, or anything like that. No. It's just, it's not necessary. You don't have to do that. I feel like the happy birthday on their birthday is a good one. Yeah. I feel like that's a good one. That's their specific that's day. their day. I don't feel like I need to pick out. Like I used to, it felt like a chore to get through my phone and say re Merry Christmas to every person in it. Mm -hmm. Feel like a chore. I'm good. It's good. They all know I love them and Merry Christmas. If you're sending me Merry Christmas, I'm going to send it back to you yeah. in an individual message. Yeah. But if you send a Merry Christmas to the family, you win. You got to say Merry Christmas. Good job. <laughs> whatever. Whatever. Yeah. Good job. I'm, especially if I just saw you or I'm going to see you later that night. Yeah. Or later that day, I don't need it. I'm good. I'll say Merry Christmas when I see you. That's it. Especially mm -hmm. if it's somebody you see all the time. Yeah, you know, yep. somebody you work with or whatever. Yeah, but it, we don't have to. Do it's in everything, man. The the Thanksgiving or the hey, do this. Let's all do it, and then you got to say that's so cool. That's awesome. Way to go! Congratulations. So, uh, this this isn't your Facebook. Uh, what do you call that thing that you guys do on Facebook, where you post something and everybody writes on your wall or something like that, right? Yes, <laughs> you're talking old school. Uh, yeah, no, I guess that's still the case. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever, you know. Yeah. Like you say, oh, little Charlie won his first ever uh, water polo game. And everybody in 50 people, thank you. Good job. Way to go. Congratulations. I don't, uh, yeah, need, yeah. That. I don't need to be that guy. Yeah, yeah. When I see you, I'm going to be like, how's water polo going, bro? Yeah. I, I'll get on there once in a while and be like, and I'll see like, 
I either missed like a bunch of people's birthdays from the last week or something like that. And they'll, some of them are people that I, that I'm closer with and yeah. stuff like that. And I'll be like, Oh, I, I missed it. Or I'll even see it on the day. And I'll be like, okay, I wish them happy birthday in a little bit. And I go do other stuff. And then I never get to it. And I never, I don't, I just don't remember. And then sometimes I'll see it and I'll just be like, all right, I guess I'll just tell this person happy birthday. Yeah. You know, sometimes I so skip it. I was, I'm not, I'm talking about in the group message. Somebody says that, mm -hmm. and then everybody has to act like it's the face too. Yeah, right. You don't. It's it's all good. You know, thumb up. Give me a thumbs up, man. What about this deal? I'm so, big on the thumbs up. By the way, I've been using yeah. thumbs up like crazy. It's very, it's very convenient. I use some thumbs people, up like crazy. Some people hate it because they feel like it's dismissive. I, but you can think whatever you want, because <laughs> I'll use it in all different ways. You could send me the yeah. coolest thing in the world. Boom, thumbs up. You could just you could say something that I could really care less about. Boom, thumbs up. It's right there now. I just turn it on and I hit the T and immediately a thumbs up pops up. Doink. Sometimes I'll type out thumbs up and then hit the thumbs up button and then say thumbs up with a thumbs up next to it. Like your own thumbs up yeah. message. Thumbs up my own thumbs up. So the lady that I work with closest at work um hates a thumbs up. And she feels like it's, she said, you might as well send me a middle finger instead of that. <laughs> She's dead serious. I would hundred percent just start sending her middle finger. <laughs> and sometimes, sometimes we'll like, if there's a group message like that, sometimes yeah. we'll, we'll do that. Yeah. We'll do that. But, uh, but yes, yeah, so, so it's, you have to either love it with the heart, whatever, something she says, or you just, or something, or you just have to respond to it. Like, okay, cool. Or something like that. Like you have to kind of no, work around the, cause I, I can't, here's the deal. I can't send it to her. Let me tell you something. I'm not here for everybody else anymore. I'm yeah. not here for everybody else. No. I look, I will do whatever I can. Actually, you know what? I take that back. <laughs> yeah. I take that back. If you tell me you don't like it, I'm probably not going to do it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, that she's, or I'll hit the thumbs up and go, my bad. I really did just want to, I'm, I'm sorry. I mean, I could have said, okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or cool. Yep. And that's really Sweet. just, as, that's really just as dismissive as the other. Yeah. Right. Sweet. Cool. Right. Um, anyway, what about you go back to work after, after Christmas, right? <clears throat> Two things. The, the chore of how was your Christmas having to ask that or having to answer that a thousand times a day, everybody asks you, how was your Christmas? Oh, it was great. How was yours? Is that, are you walking into every place you're going into right after Christmas? And you're like, okay, here we go. So again. I, yeah. Cause I've got a million customers. I, I, uh, when I walk into a store and there's people there, I won't ask how everybody's, I'll say Merry Christmas or happy new year, something like that. Uh, but I only ask that to certain people. Okay. If I really care how their Christmas went, mm -hmm. everybody else would be like, Hey, well, I guess I'll say, did you have a good Christmas? Mm -hmm. That's a yes or no. I don't need anything more than that. Sure did, man. How about you? Yeah, it was great. I'm I cool with like that. It's the same thing. I'm yeah. good with that. Cause that's, Hey brother, how you feeling? Right. Hey man, what's going on? That's the same thing. Hey, how was your, or Hey, did you have a good Christmas? Mm -hmm. Not how was your Christmas? Now I'm in locked in because you say that to certain people. But that's a 30-minute conversation you just walked into. Yeah. You got to be careful. Yeah. Did you have a good Christmas? I feel like that. That one right there. But. I get a yes or no. If get they, out. If they go, well, you know, my my dad was in the hospital. And then. Oh, God, and then are you my, kidding me? Yeah. And oh, then my, so bad. you know, my sister-in-law, she was, you know, she had, she was, oh, boy. She, you know, at the party, she was all. The, lot of, I don't have a lot of those kind of, of that. Yeah, I don't get a lot of that. <clears throat> yeah. That's good. Yeah, that's good. 
Um, yeah, because that, how was your, how was your Christmas or was your Christmas good? It, it's, it's rhetorical, right? It's, it's, yeah, it's, it's like, like, oh, it was great. How about just, you? Just say yes, no matter it's how good or bad it was. How's your, how you doing? Yeah. It's the same thing. Just say good and give, how are you and go. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's, it, how, how are you? How you doing is almost just high now. Like yeah. you don't even have to, you don't even have to say good. Yeah. If you say the same thing back, like, I'll realize I'll walk past somebody yep. and they'll say, how you doing? And I'll say, how you doing? Yep. And then I'll, and I'll be like, well, I didn't answer his question. And I didn't look for an answer from him. So we just said hi to each other in more words. I, so like, <laughs> I love this experiment. Yeah. Okay. Walking through like a Kroger's or a Target, I'm eye contacting every person I walk by. <laughs> I'm, I, I just want you to look at me. I'm, and I immediately, once I get it, I get a head nod. I'm I'm head nodding. I'm saying, "How we doing?" And they say, "If they say good, how are you?" I say, "I'm doing good, man. Thanks." And I'm I get a I get a little extra in it, right? I get a little, hey, I appreciate that. You know what I mean? I'm doing good. Thank you. Keep on walking. And then sometimes you get a lot. You get mostly that though. Hey, how you doing? Hey, how you doing? Yeah. <laughs> now, I still answer. I'm doing great. Thanks. <laughs> are you as you're as you see somebody and you're getting ready to walk by them are you quickly reading a face in a body language and sometimes you won't no. if they look unfriendly I or... nope i could care less what you look like you're getting a hey how you doing wow you're getting it no matter what yeah i mean if you look like you're ready to kill somebody then i'm not even looking you in the eye yeah but 98 percent of the people i walk by i'm gonna say that whether no matter what is going on no matter how they look, they could be the most intimidating looking person in the world. Most of the time, those are the people that are the nicest because nobody says anything to them. Yeah. I I will, I'll say hi or how you doing to everybody except Japanese people. I will never, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. That's it. Most of them no wouldn't understand you anyway. <laughs> yeah. yeah I don't well, know. you wouldn't understand that. I wouldn't understand. Yeah. I don't, yeah. Um, Terrible. Listen to you. <laughs> <laughs> totally a joke. Um, uh, Yoshinobu Yamamoto. How about this guy? Uh, uh, first his, off, great job, by the way. I had his press. How many times today. did you practice that? Uh, I, a few times. Yeah? yeah, 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 yeah. I could not say it. There's zero chance right so now. I've seen his name a thousand times before I actually heard him, heard anybody say it yeah. out loud or whatever. Um, and I heard him say it because he had his press conference, I don't know, today or yesterday or something like the that. Dodgers spent a billion dollars on two Japanese players. <laughs> yes. Um, it's crazy that they continue to add 700 on Shohei, 300 million on this guy. Um, anyway, he, his little thing, he, he was reading it, but he was like, cause he kept looking down at like certain words, but mm -hmm. He did. He he read a little short statement in complete English. Mm -hmm. You know, it was it was. You can tell it's not his language, but sure. he uh, but he did a pretty good job. Um, and he yeah, a couple like of the little bit longer words. Mm -hmm. He would be he would say it. He looking at everybody, and he would look down and he'd be like, uh, uh, you know, appreciate, you know, and and he uh, about a yite. Yeah, yeah. I I don't I forget how uh how exactly he sounded, but um. Yes, he, he. I just. I don't know why. I feel like if joking. I went to Japan, I would be like, write it out for me, <laughs> write out what I need to say. You'd be I like, say, I'm be, saying. You'd be like, Domo Omogato, Mister <laughs> Roboto. You'd be like, uh, house with a line over it, house <laughs> with a line next to it, half a house. No, no, I needed in. I needed in in English in English letters. 
how do they do that? They'll have like words and then symbols and then symbols <laughs> and words. And I have no idea. No idea. And it's not even, it's not an alphabet, right? Doesn't it mean, don't those symbols like mean like house or mushroom or tree or something like that? Everything. The only things I know about Japan or Japanese culture, I learned from uh, the Karate, Karate Kid, Kid movies. I knew so, it. <laughs> wax <laughs> on, wax off. Pat, Pat Morita taught me everything, especially two when they went to Okinawa. Mm-hmm. That's where you learn the most. But yep. Uh, anyway, uh, what I, I forget why I even brought him up. Anyway, let's move on. Okay. Because I can't remember why I brought him we up. We were just going to talk about how the Dodgers spent $300 million on another player. That's crazy. God. Mm-hmm. They're going to be, I, if they lose any games, if they don't go 162 and 0, there's something wrong. Uh, maybe not this year, but Fire next or... year when both of those guys are pitching, when Shohei yeah. and him are pitching. Oh, my gosh. And is, I mean, it's not like their, their pitching was bad before those two got there. Yeah, it was good. <laughs> oh, man. All right. Well, I'm going to get a, a... So is everybody rooting against the Dodgers? Not like me. Everybody. I like the Dodgers. Are you? You, yeah. you, like, you don't feel like, okay, this is now, this is a little much. For some reason, way? it is a little much, but for some reason, it's just not bothering me like it used to. I don't know. I thought about that today, too. So I heard somebody talking, I was listening to, um, I was listening to something there talking about uh, remembering when Kevin Brown became the first $100 million uh baseball player and then a rod's 252 million dollar contract that people went berserk about i mean berserk about now he also went for it went from like 170 to 252 so that was a little insane um but i mean that's exactly what just happened from 500 to 700 or whatever wasn't mike trout a 500 million dollar contract was he i i was thinking it was not even quite that but yeah. he was 300 million i don't know yeah. if somebody's got another big one like that but anyway the point is these ridiculous numbers are like every day now and we've seen it so much that it's we're just waiting for the first billion dollar man and you know it's yeah and it's also kind of fun to see you do end up rooting against those teams once they start winning all the time and once they win if they win two or three championships in a row i'm gonna be like okay i'm done with them yep somebody else has got to win now um but it's also kind of fun to watch as long as it's not like a it's not like a um you know a team that's full of uh you know crappy players or they're like uh, that's uh, i know what you mean i know like, what you mean you're talking uh, about not a like, whole bunch of tatises like or arrogance and stuff arrogant, like that yeah, yeah. Um, as long as there's not, it's not that kind of team, as long as it's not like a, a dislikable manager, you know, something, you know, as long as Tony LaRusse is not managing them or something like that, mm-hmm. it's like, and Dave Roberts seems cool. Um, Dave, uh, how you don't like him? If they, no, 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 I like Dave oh. Roberts, it, but like they, it's not like they've been coming out, you know, they've, they've had some unbelievable teams and been the favorite to win the world series probably four out of the last five years. And it ain't like he's doing much with it. How long, like what, where they have to be in first place within the first week of the season, right? If they're not in first place in the first week of the season, how long until he, how far do they have to be before they have to be in first place? I think if they have a bad first half of the season, he's gone. Possibly. For sure. Bad first half, Roberts is gone. I don't know if it's automatic though. I I mean, it has to be. 
think this so. team is loaded. Loaded. You cannot. On paper. You cannot. Ha- exactly. You can't. Ha- and unfortunately, that comes down to the who's the guy who writes everybody's name on the piece of paper before the game. Yeah. Well, hey, Roberts, but you can, got enough guys in there. You better figure out how to make this work. He can write them down, but if Shohei Otani hits 211 the first half of the year, what's he going to do? Not play Shohei Otani? Well, fi- he needs to find out what's wrong with Shohei Otani. Well, My, uh, you, being a manager is not just going up and writing down the best names down. Being a manager is coaching the team. Sure. You have to manage the team. Mm-hmm. Yep. How are you managing the team? Obviously not very well if the guy who's hit 300 for the, with 50 home runs for the last three years is hitting 211 for you. I, you know, I don't know. I, I, yeah, you can We're call him into like the office. We're talking like Shohei's going to hit 211. <laughs> yeah. You can call him into the office and be like, "What? what's going on, bud? What can I do for you here? And uh, uh, What can I do for you? You need another $300 million player? But no, might, sorry. It, At that point in time, you're the man. You're the owner of the team. Listen, Dave, we've got it all there. Maybe you're just not. We're not. You're a great guy. We love you. Maybe you're not the guy for this. We're gonna bring in uh, probably some young, fresh face, Rocco Bodelli or something like that, and make this thing happen. Yeah, I guess so. But I feel like, especially in baseball, it's it's kind of. Guys get uh, guys get canned when they don't deserve it even more than any other sport. I feel like, and uh, I'm not saying always... that Dave Roberts will deserve it. Mm. I'm saying they're just going to if they. Yeah, they're gonna. I mean, if you the fans are gonna be up in arms if they are if they. I mean, it's it. They have to win two out of the next three. World Series. <laughs> it seems like it, you, yeah. at, you spend a billion dollars on two players. You have to win two of the next three minimum. You got both of them for 10 years, right? Didn't they sign this other guy for 10 years? Oh, I don't even know if I saw how, how long it was. Maybe. I think it's 300 million, 10 years, 300 million, I think. Probably. So I could be wrong about that. But if that's what it is, it's like, all right, yeah, we got, you got 10 years here, bud. At least the first four, you better come out with a bang. Yeah. Yep. How to win a World Series this year. Yeah. It's World Series or bust. I mean, obviously, it's World Series or bust. Yeah. Yeah. And it's going to be that way for a long time. I mean, every year it's going to be like that. I can't root for him. I can't. I can't. I can't. I, I like Shohei Otani. I like Shohei Otani. I, I I like guys on their team. I, I'm not. It's the same way with the old Yankees. You know, I like guys on the Yankees. I just don't like the Yankees. Yeah. It also depends on who they end up playing, like in the playoffs and stuff. If they play a team that I don't care about or don't like or something for some reason. Sure, but if they play the Braves, I'm rooting for the Braves. Yeah, I will too. Yeah, me too. If they play the Pirates, I'm probably rooting for the Dodgers. Yeah, I probably, I don't, uh, I don't know. Yeah. They're not going to play If the they're playing the Pirates, then something weird happened. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. All right. I think probably possible, probably very possible. Actually, we somehow transitioned from Christmas right and New Year's right into uh, the Dodgers. Um, well, but, done. uh, we can go into I don't know what do you want to do? You want to do you want to check our parlays from last week? Yeah, let's, let's check our talking. parlays. How'd you do la- last week? Oh man, I gotta do some scrolling to find this bad boy. I think I took a screenshot of it. All right, I needed to because it, it's not a, a button right when you go into the oh, but I've got. Yeah, I got to scroll down to get through all my settled. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I see. I put I put five dollars on all kinds of stuff. Okay, I think all I right. just deleted it. 
Um, all right, so we bet on the Christmas games last week. Uh, we each did three Christmas games. I think we took two out of three same games, one actual same bet, if I'm not mistaken. Is that correct? So we both had the Lakers plus one and a half. Is that what it was? It was plus one and a half. Yeah. Lamar. Yeah. And they lost. Lost to the Celtics. Yep. And then and then my so I got two of the three legs wrong. That was so I had Philadelphia plus one and a half and Miami beat them. And then um the only one I got right was the Mavs. Mavericks beat the Suns. I had Mavs uh plus four. Yeah, Mavs plus four, and they won. Well done. Boy, this is probably not good. But I got nothing for it. Okay. Uh, oh wait, this is oh okay, twenty. So I had uh so Bucks Knicks, right? I had uh, Bucks minus three. They lost. Mm-hmm. Uh, Nuggets. Jalen Brunson had, what do you have, 50 or yes, something like that? Yeah. 54. No. Uh, Nuggets minus four and a half. Hit that. Lakers plus one and a half. Lost. I was one for three. So not a good day on my parlay. So I think I've won one out of three or one out of two. That we've, since we've done, since we've done this. We've done three. We've done three. So I've hit I hit my my second one. I lost the first one, hit my second one. And you hit your first one and lost the next two. Did I hit my first one? I think you did. It feels like I didn't. But anyway. All right. So this week, this week, I went crazy. I went a little different. Oh, I hit a couple. I hit I I end up I'm back to even, bud. I actually I'm up five bucks tonight. I bet I had bet on all six NBA games. Uh I'm up. Uh I'm up. Five bucks because I started with $86 in my account. I have $85.24 after all the games are done. But $5 has already been bet on our parlay for this week. So I'm considering myself up right now. Okay. Yeah. Good for you. So I did uh, the Thursday night football game. Okay. That's what I did. I took Thursday night football. You've got the um, New York Jets in Cleveland at the Cleveland Browns. You have the two best passing defenses in the NFL and two of the top five total defenses in the NFL. I took Trevor Simeon under 175 and a hook passing yards. Joe Flacco. I put him above 232 and a hook. I feel like, I feel like Flacco has really turned something up. I, I feel good about that, but I did take the under of 34 and a half. Sorry, 34 and a hook. Oh, that's what that means Sorry. When, they, when they say a hook? Yeah, that's the hook. That's the half? Yeah, that's the half. All right. So I went under 34 and a half total points. Joe Flacco over 232 and a half passing yards. Trevor Simeon under 175 passing yards. 175 and a half. Okay. Nice. Um, all right. I've got uh, three games tomorrow on Thursday night. Okay. Uh, I'm taking the Jazz plus eight and a half in New Orleans. Okay. Uh, I've got uh, the Heat Warriors game. I've got over 224 and a half. Okay. And then I have uh, the Trailblazers money line. And this breaks my heart, but over my Spurs. (laughs) I mean, Spurs can't win. You might as well take the money line over the Spurs and take the money line over the Pistons. Especially every game. 27 straight games. The Pistons have now lost a record, a record losing streak in the NBA. 
27 straight games. Is that unbelievable? Cade Cunningham is so good, too. I know. Especially he's so good. Mm-hmm. And he, they just can't pull it out. Yep. Can't pull it out. So, anyway, that's what I've got for this week. And uh, we'll find out at the end of the night tomorrow night. Well, I got to tell you, bud. Uh, I So, I bet I took, do all $5 bets. Mm-hmm, me too. I've been sending these to you lately because yeah. I talk about it every week. I'm missing by a point, two points all the time. You sure are. So, I, instead of doing these, like I could win thirty dollars, I could, you bet five dollars to win thirty, bet five dollars to win four hundred and fifty dollars, or or this ridiculous human being that bet five dollars and won four hundred and eighty nine thousand uh, dollars on any time, just picking anytime touchdowns. That's insane. Fourteen different players to get a touchdown. Insane. That's insane. I finally had a good one tonight. Tonight, I mean, it's five dollars. It won me eleven dollars and twenty cents. Okay, so basically, six dollars and twenty cents is what I got off this bet. Okay, plus my five that I bet. I finally got one to fall my way. Kevin Durant twenty plus hit twenty seven. Durant four assists. Listen to this: sixteen assists for Kevin Durant. Wow, that dude has had over eight assists in like two games all year. That's it. Um. Devin Booker, six plus assists. He hit seven. All I needed was six. Uh, and then Alperine Sangun uh to hit 15 points. He's been averaging 20 to 25 points a game. That dude's he, crazy. He hit 24. Here's the one. Devin Booker, he's lost me so many of these. <laughs> Put him at 20 points. My man had exactly 20 points. That one could have been the one. That was the one that could have killed me. And I hit it, baby. Finally got me one. Way to go, Dev. Way to get you a free throw in there, bub. (laughs) Oh, man. So I hit two. Got me. I won uh, 35 bucks and I bet 30 bucks on the night. So well done. Very good. Very good. Yeah. It's, you do have a crazy, you had a crazy streak going where you really were losing stuff by one one point point. or, or two points. It was either, it was a basket. And all I knew is, and, and it's, all he needed was a basket. Like he needed 20 points. He had 18 and I got four other legs of the parlay. Right. And I just need this dude. To, and it'll be somebody like Kevin Durant that averages, you know, 27 points a night. And I just put him at 20, right? I ain't doing nothing crazy. Mm-hmm. And that'll be the game. He gets 19. Mm-hmm. Like, are you kidding me, bro? Yeah. Yep. Step up and do your job, son. <laughs> There's a whole deal with him the last few days about he's not happy there now or something. And six, assists today. Well, he was feeling uh sherry today. Hey, I'll tell you, I that's insane to me. 16 assists. I'm having fun with this though. I bet five bucks at a time. I still I haven't got I, I cashed out 200 bucks early. Yeah. And uh I haven't got myself up high enough to be able to cash out another hundred bucks yet. I need to be around 300 bucks to cash 100 out. So I'm uh I'm but I've decided to go a little slower. I'm not going for them hundred dollar hitters. Okay. I might throw one in a night, maybe throw one in a night, but I'm trying to stay away from the hundred dollar hitters. I want to, I want to be around. I want to, when, when I get my money back, I want about 11 to $12. That means I, I may, I can make up for one bad bet off that. Okay. Yeah. Yep. So, I mean, that's most of the kind of favorite bets, right? Yeah. Yeah. Especially when you do parlay, right? If I'm doing four or five leg parlay, everything is everything I'm betting is under their average. 
whatever their average on anything is, whether it's threes or rebounds or assists or anything, it's under their average. It's good, good, uh, good numbers, but they all have to hit. Yeah. They all got to hit. Yep. That's hard. It's fun. Okay. I might have to go to a, uh, a, a GA meeting here in the next year or two, but you know, <laughs> until then we'll be fine. Uh, um, okay. It's all about responsibly fellas. If you don't got it, don't bet it. That's, That's right. why I bet $5. I got $5. I can throw on a game. Yeah. I Now, do you have several $5? That's what we're doing. <laughs> I mean, I never bet more than 30 bucks a night <laughs> and I will almost always win at least my money back or somewhere close. I might lose. I'm going to hit, I'm going to hit most of those. And, and we, we both started with one of those deals where you get a hundred, hundred or 200 yeah. bucks or whatever. Yeah. I'm still working on that original thing. Yeah. So I'm, I really haven't lost anything. Exactly. Um, okay. So good. Good. You're in good shape. Good. Good? Good. Good. Adam, right? Adam. Yeah. It's Adam. Good. Adam, you had a dream the other night. I did. I was just about to say, uh, I'll 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 do this quickly. But uh I did have a dream the other night. I think two nights in a row I had some pretty severe dreams uh that I woke up and I was like, whoa, man, that's crazy. The first night was uh <laughs> you and I, I'm just gonna read the text because I really don't remember a whole lot about it anymore, but um, had a nightmare last night that you and I were in Atlanta for a comedy show. I think we were in a really bad part of town and people on the street were following us around slashing Slashing us us with with knives. knives. (laughs) (laughs) We were trying to escape, but we didn't have a car and didn't know where we were or where to go. So I, I, I mean, I do have a little, a little like, Two one or two second clip that, yep. that keeps it, playing it, in my it, mind at all time. That's how those dreams work. You just get that one or two little second clip out of it, right? Yeah. And it was just it was just like we're roaming around and everywhere we went, there were these like knife slashers. People. There were slashers everywhere. Yeah. Yep. And they just were following us around. Everybody was uh everybody was like, you know, was trying to you know, the, the thing when you when you go down when you're walking downtown at night or something and somebody you know, like, hey man, hey man, hold up, hold up, let me talk to you for a minute. Oh, I hate that. You know, you're like, okay, this that. is this can only be trouble, yeah. right? <laughs> I mean, yeah. in most cases, it is. So, um, it was that kind of stuff, just all over, and we were just we were walking up a street, and people were just everywhere we went. Like, at first, it was somebody, and then we like started kind of like moving fast, trying to get away from that person, and they were like kept like slashing at us and like cutting us a little bit, just a little bit. And then we would, and then we would like run away. And then the next, somebody else, they were just people like that all over the place. Um, and that's really the only, I ain't going to the ATL. I promise you that. I I told you that I would sleep my light, sleep with the lights on for a month, Mm -hmm. living alone as you do Mm -hmm. in your home. I would, I I don't know that I would ever sleep with the lights on or off. I've, I've slept with the light on in my room every night since then. Have you? Listen, ain't nothing wrong with it, bro. And, and, what I think it was, just, it's it's not that you're scared of the dark. It's that when you have a dream like that and you wake up and you're still in the dark, you're looking around everywhere and you see that 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 vision's imprinted in your head and you see it everywhere. Yeah, I need to have the light on. I can't now. I'm good. Boom. I, nothing's here. I'm I'm in this place. I'm fine. There was a couple nights before that that I kept hearing a noise that I didn't recognize. Out, it sounded like outside, and I'm like, so I I. I think I woke up and I heard this noise and it kind of sounded like somebody was like 
dragging the garbage can out or okay. something. Sure. And um, so I'm like, man, I just laid there, you know, eyes wide open, listening to it for, for a minute or two. And then I start, you know, like looking out my blinds, going, I, I walked out of my room, went around into the kitchen, looked outside there, trying to, you know, look around. I have motion sensor lights outside. Mm-hmm. Um, but the Were one, any of them on? No, but the one do- doesn't always work now. Yeah. <laughs> and so I'm like, readjust the sensor or something. Yeah. Yeah. Yep, 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 yep. Look at it. But anyway, I, but I just like, I don't know. So then I just, I laid back down and I almost, there's a bat basically arms reach next to my bed, a baseball bat. And I almost reached over and just like laid it on I my chest. I cuddled with it. Yeah. Look, I'm going to tell you right now, I'd be cuddling with that thing every night, cuddling yeah. with my bat. Come so that me. was light was on the rest of that night for sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, and I, and I, it took me a little bit to get back to sleep on that one. Good for, and you. Good for, for admitting it. It's not easy to admit that grown man sleep with the lights on. I do it all the time. I'm telling you, I do it all the time. I use it as that, you know, when you, <laughs> when you do something that's weird to everybody and nobody wants to talk about it ever. I use, that's one of those things. I feel like nobody ever wants to say anything about it. So I come out and say it as fast as I can throw it out there. Everybody get your giggle in and I own it. Sure. Own it. You sure. own it. You're fine. Yeah. Come try to make fun of me. Guess what? I'm going to I'm going to come right back at you with yes. You are exactly right. I'm scared to death. In some way having the light on helps you psychologically and so I'm going to do it. You can see. You can see. You can see everything around you. So if anything if the really lights are happen. out and you think something could be going on and the lights are out, you can't see if anything's going on. If the lights are on, I know nothing's going on. I can go back to sleep. And I can go to sleep with the lights off too. Trust me. Like at home, Aaron's got to have it pitch black in that room. Mm-hmm. Doesn't bother me at all. Totally fine with that. Now you have other people around. Yeah, and I'm the man of the house now, right? Like I got a little something different, right? I got to have a little bravado. Like I'm gonna protect these people. Yeah. Like if I hear a sound downstairs, boom, I'm jumping up and I go run downstairs like that. I would never do that. If I was in a hotel and I heard a sound in the hallway. I am not jumping up to go see what's going on out in that hallway. Yeah. You're jumping up to turn the light on. And the lights on. Lights already on. The light doesn't go <laughs> off in my hotel room. Come on. <laughs> you know better than that. Yeah. Every light <laughs> in that hotel room is on. Chris Chris has a backpack with like flashlights and spotlights and stuff. <laughs> sets them all up in his hotel room. You never know if we on. lose power, man. You never know. <laughs> <laughs> never know oh man uh okay anyway that's that's my dream it's you know that's that's all i can really remember um i think more people sleep crazy. with the light on i mean not all the time but i think more people like if they especially people that live by themselves or when they're by themselves i think more people do it than uh than they put off yeah yeah i think they do well shout out to the light to our light people that's right yep light sleep for you guys light sleepers <laughs> that's us I am a light sleeper though. Like if I'm not like, if I had too much drink, then yeah, I'll be out cold. But like it just a normal night. Like I, like when I, when we had kids, but I'm telling you the smallest little noise, boom, I jump up so quick, run in there, stick a binky in their mouth, be back to sleep in three seconds. Was it, were you like that before you had kids? No, not that I know of, not that I know of, but now like a little noise, boom, I'm jumping up. Come on, let's go. Whatever. I'm, I'm, I think that's Very how I would be sleeper. too. I'm a pretty heavy sleeper, I think. Um, 
but, but if I had kids, I think that would change. Yeah, I, that's I think that's I think that's what it is. Like I, every little noise, I'm what's going on. What was that? What was that now? Every time, I I can't, I can't, uh, I can't fake being asleep either. I used to try to like if I knew it was no big deal, be like I'll just just shut up in there. Like the baby, our kids always slept through the night. I mean, outside of like a little fuss, but like I say, I didn't let it get to a cry. If I heard just a small little fuss, like boom, I'm up running in there, putting a pacifier in your mouth. Cause I don't want to sit up for 15, 20 minutes, putting back to sleep, run in, grab the, find the pacifier. Sometimes I'm on the floor. Cause they throw them out of the crib. I used to keep like five pacifiers next to them. Boom. Shove it in the mouth, right back to sleep. I'm back asleep within five seconds. I don't call that getting up in the middle of the night. Cause I'm not, staying up in the middle of the night with the kids they didn't like wake up and couldn't go back to sleep you ever grab one of the pacifiers pop it in because you're going back to sleep too i if they fell on the ground i did clean that thing off we got two dogs man i gotta get that thing up make sure there's no dog hair on it i'll suck that thing make sure you're good then and that's how you that's how you if there is dog hair on it that's how you clean it off is with your mouth yeah okay i'm not gonna stick it in their mouth they're gonna wake up no, yeah, you don't have to stick it in anybody's mouth, I don't think. But yeah, that's yeah, you could also clean it with your own mouth and have dog hair in your mouth if you want. At um, two thirty-five in the morning, when I can tell if I've got if in another two minutes this baby is gonna be all the way awake, mm-hmm. I am licking that pacifier and shoving it right back in their mouth. I don't even care. Yeah, this is what it is. That I might go to jail for child abuse or something right now. I don't really care. I did what I had to do to keep that baby sleeping. Well, you didn't do anything wrong. I mean, you. I mean, I had it in my. I just started thinking about how I. I'm more grossed out of the fact that I put it head in my mouth and then put it in their mouth. Oh, it's then gross I'm... for you. It's gross for you for the dog hair, and it's gross for them because it went from your mouth to their mouth. But I mean, technically, I mean, it went from their mouth to the ground to my mouth yeah. to their mouth. Yeah. I just licked the dog hair off. The next layer was their saliva, so they're they're fine. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you wouldn't do that for your kid no i wouldn't just stick it back in from the floor but i would not lick whatever <laughs> might or might not be on the thing so you're gonna take the two minutes to go to the bathroom and rinse that thing off and uh-huh. come back and take the chance that that baby's not going back to sleep for half an hour yeah huh yeah you ain't got no kids yeah <laughs> i don't know maybe yeah maybe it would change if uh if i was in that situation but dog hair in my mouth all day over 20 minutes of trying to put a kid back to sleep all day long. <laughs> I would lick my dog's tongue. If it meant my baby would go right back to sleep. Uh, Aaron Gordon tried to do that on Christmas night. I heard about that. And he uh, got his face bitten off. Apparently the dog uh, chimpanzee his face. That's right. That's right. He is out. He is missing work because a dog, some dog, I don't know if it's his or somebody else's, uh, bit his face and hands and he had to get stitches. And uh, I don't want to say too much else because I'm going to go on a dog rant here. If, uh, if I start in on that and I don't want to do that because I'm, uh, I'm the 0.01% of people who feel the way that I do about it. It's okay. Um, it's okay. Yeah. I it's feel, okay. I feel fine about it, but you know, all these, uh, all these gals that uh, there's quite a few of them on the, Dog moms or whatever they are on the old, uh, and, and, um, by the way, if they have the word doggo, if they use doggo instead of dog on their thing, that's a big one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Adios. Speaking of that, should we do that real quick? Boom. Here we go. Let's go first. What are we going on to? Are we going on to the door hinge? I'm going. Are we doing the real big fish? We'll go to no, we'll we go to Bumble because you don't, you don't like hinge. I you like the one like no, the door hinge is weird. You gotta swipe left or swipe right, it's, and that's all there is. And to it. it still sounds too much like okay. Adios, amigo. See you. Adios. All right, that was fun. Jeez, old Pete. I'm not even gonna do her the respect of reading anything that was under her profile. Not her fault. I mean, she's kind of her fault. But she had a cat. She had a cat, right? That's what we're going to say. You it was the cat. The cat in the profile picture yeah. is an immediate swipe left for both of us. You don't have to have a cat, and you don't have to have that haircut. No. Those are the two things you can control. If you're under 40, and you have the haircut of a 64-year-old woman. Yeah. No, I shouldn't say 64. I can get older, and that's like 70s. I... I we, maybe we shouldn't get into this, but the no, please do all please do. I like Adam will never run for anything like after this podcast. No, 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 no. no um, hashtag me too. Ninety eight percent of women end up cutting cutting their hair real short at some point. Yeah, um, it's just in most cases not as attractive to me. Sure. Um, but yeah, it's interesting. Uh, I I haven't I really only dealt with one person that I've dated who has talked about a couple people, maybe who have talked about doing it. And, um, I, I, without being over the top or being like, Oh God, so gross. I don't do that, but I make it clear. I make my opinion clear on it. Yeah. Yeah. Adam says, no, no, don't do that. That's Adam. Adam that's what Adam says. He didn't say, Ooh, gross. He just goes, no, don't do that. No, I, that's I, what I would say. I'll be like, why? No, don't do that. You have beautiful hair. Yeah, I, I'm. I'm like, yeah. I, I'm just like, I, I. I don't. I generally don't uh, care for that look. I generally don't find it very attractive. But look, is some some. So some what about like really Jada cool. Pinkett Smith? Right. I was. Yeah. Tony Braxton. Uh. Um. Um. Halle Berry. Um. Neil Long from Friday. I, I mean, there are women. You have to have an a gorgeous everything else. I think to be able to pull that off. Uh, I think I, Halle Berry looks better in short hair than she did with longer hair. Maybe because she had it for such a long time. Mm -hmm. I think we got used to her like mm -hmm. that. Um, now I like her long. She has longer hair right now. Um, and she uh, uh, looks just fine. Mm -hmm. I mean, she's, I don't know. She's 60 or something now. Uh, but I don't know if she looks like she's about 33. Yeah. She looks like it. Yeah. Oh man, makeup's amazing, isn't it? Makeup is amazing. I don't know but, how some of these people like that. I wouldn't like to know how much makeup some of these people wear. But but also people in that in like Hollywood probably have um access to treatments, skin treatments and things like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah sure. You know, sure. yeah. High dollar stuff to keep the wrinkles away and all that good stuff. Right. Right. Uh so anyway, yeah, ladies don't cut your hair short. Uh just a PSA. PSA for you. Um, so many or you know PSAs what? involved with that. Yeah, but you know what? Also, do whatever you want. No, you yeah, be you. Do whatever you want. You be you. Just letting you know that's not what we're into. I'm not going to ask you to meet me at Fuddruckers if you have a, a short haircut. That's all. No vanilla shake for you. No. Did Fuddruckers have shakes? I have no idea. I don't know if I was ever at I've one. never been to a Fuddruckers. Oh Is Fuddruckers the place where you like make your own sandwich or something? Isn't I don't that know. what that was? Like you get a burger and then you like put all the toppings on it yourself? I don't know. Man, I've never been to a Fuddruckers. I don't know either. I don't think I have either. 
I want to say something funny it? happened with Fuddruckers. They went under for like tax evasion or something. Oh, I don't know. Do, uh, are there any still around? I don't Not know. around here for sure, but there used to be one on Glenway, right? I was going to, I think there was a Fuddruckers yeah. right next right door next to the Western McDonald's. Bowl. Yeah. In between yes. Western Bowl and McDonald's. Because I, it was there. It was there when I worked at McDonald's when I was 15. Yeah. That long ago. And it was gone when you quit McDonald's at 27. <laughs> at 16. <laughs> yes. When I quit at 16, it was Did gone. you ever get selected to do like the, to go to like McDonald's Olympics or whatever our cousin Tony ended up doing? No. He went to McDonald's Olympics? Tony did some, you know, I mean, obviously this is such a Tony thing, but he was such a great burger flipper and like such a fast. He uh, worked at McDonald's? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and he ended up he got to go to some like thing to prove how great of a burger flipper or how great of a uh, cashier you were or something like that. What are you looking for? What do you need? Water? Okay. Got him. Um no, I didn't. I I was I was 15 when I got the job and I turned 16 like I don't know, 3 months, 3 or 4 months, 3 months later I think. And then I worked like another 2 months I worked there for six or seven months and right before I quit, they offered me uh training <laughs> to be an assistant manager at 16 at years 16. old at 16. Mm -hmm. oh, and yeah. what's funny about Fuddruckers is I remember working at McDonald's and there were people who were walking across the parking lot and going and applying and getting jobs at Fuddruckers next door that <laughs> I was working with. And they came back and they were like, I, I quit. I quit. I'm working records. Yes, that happened. Um, anyway, I don't remember ever. Maybe I was in that Fuddruckers once, I, but I don't remember. I've it. never, I was never in it for sure. Yeah. And for now sure. it's a, uh, and then it was many, many different things, and including a, a Chinese restaurant now that it's got like shut a, down by now, the, now it's like a tiger dentist or something, right? Is it? I don't, I don't know. It's right by, I think. Yeah, that was the was that the was that the Chinese restaurant that was serving cats and dogs and stuff. I think it just had rats. In I it. think we, that I knew there was rats. I meant to say rats. They weren't serving rats, but they had a pretty bad mouse issue. Yeah, because are there rats in Cincinnati? Uh I mean, yeah, yeah downtown, so. but like, I think so. Oh, is there? Are there? Okay, we had one. I don't know that I've ever seen a rat. Yeah, I saw one in Brooklyn. No, uh, no, no. I mean, around you. here. Yeah, yeah. You told me about the, the rat in New York. Yeah. Um, and on the subway. We talked to Adam uh, Adam Baum about the rats in, in New York uh, when he was on with us. Yeah. Um, but we had one. We found a dead one in our basement that was like the size of a cat. Oh, um, wow. You sure it wasn't a possum? And I think, no, but you're right. They do look just like that. Is um, it a possum or is it an opossum? Or is it an opossum? It's an opossum. I think everybody just so the O is not silent. No, oh, I thought the O was silent. It was just a possum. Mm -hmm. But then if the O is there, you got to call it an an possum. But an possum doesn't make sense. So you have to say an opossum. It's an opossum, yes. But you but is it an opossum or an opossum? I think it's an opossum. So it's a hard O. Uh, yeah, I would say so. Or is it an opossum? Opossum. 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 I think it's officially opossum. Opossum. And and. I really want to know. I really want to know the yeah. truth about that. How do you find out the truth about something like that? You go to the dictionary app. Yeah, but is it going to tell you how to pronounce it? Yeah. Is it going to say it for you? 
Uh, yeah, they do have a. Uh, let's see if we can get that lady to work. Yeah, do you know uh, how to make that lady work? Let me see. Say the word. Possum. Oh, did we get an or? A possum or possum. A possum. Oh, or or possum. possum. You can so, call it a possum. Yes. It, it, it's spelled with an O. That's the correct spelling is with an O. Okay. So the correct spelling sh- is with an O. So you can say a possum or you say possum and it's still spelled the same way. O-P. So do you put the and in front of it no matter what? Yeah. Because. So well, no matter how no, you no. say it. No. Because if it starts, if you say the P, then no. I think so if you're, a if, you're a, if you're a writer, if you're writing a book. Okay, and you pronounce it possum, mm-hmm. but you're spelling. You got to spell it correctly. Opossum, and you say uh, Adam went down the street and saw a possum because that's how I would say it. He saw a possum. Mm-hmm. But if you write you're writing it in a book, that's not going to look right. It's going to say a, and then the next word is going to have an o first. You can spell it without the o. You can spell it's without in the, the o. dictionary without the o as well. Oh, to play possum, to play possum, which same thing, still playing dead. The same yeah, thing. it's the same thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, okay, so it's an opossum. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because the I mean, it's an opossum or a possum. It's either one. Yes. Yep. That's that's amazing. I just learned something brand new. Yeah. That nice. Yeah. 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 Was that changed the way you say it? Uh, would you no. ever say he's playing opossum? No, I don't think I would. He's playing possum. playing possum, but if he saw it, it'd be an opossum. Yeah, and I think I've always oh, just said possum. Is, have you always said possum? Yeah. Oh, you just I think so. Take the O out of it. But I know, yeah, but I know that it's truly spelled with an O. Sure. I think that's one of those things that it was people started saying possum so much that it. Well, was I mean, added to it the feels like it shouldn't be there. What the O? Yeah. Only because even when you say it correctly, an opossum, it just doesn't sound right. Only because at some point, so many people just started saying it that way. And that's how we heard it more than any other way. And so it doesn't sound, it doesn't sound right because we always heard possum. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But I think originally, I think the original, if you look it up in like a, a science, uh, you know, encyclopedia or something yeah, like well, that. Well, then it's going to be called like halushu lakata. Yeah. Opossumitis. You know, yeah. So definitely the word possum though is also weird. I just say possum four times. Possum. 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 We did not possum. do drugs before this or anything. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Uh, well, that's enough. Okay, enough of that. Let's get into what are we going into next? Uh I don't even know how we got to that. We've I don't either, but uh let's let's talk about uh referees who look like possums. No, let's just talk about referees. Let's just talk about basketball referees. Let's talk about our Mount Rushmore of them. All right, that sounds good. Let's do that. <laughs> um, all right. You want me to get going, or do you have your? Uh... I'll start. Yeah, yeah, I can start it off here. So, get ready. So we talked about this. My number one is obviously going to be Bobby Saggers. There's there is no better referee in the history of. Sorry, let me take that back. There is not a more fun. There's not a referee that I like more. Than Bobby Saggers. How about that? Yeah, I agree. Um, I'm gonna put uh old Archie Manning on there because Archie uh was just was just the worst referee slash umpire slash everything 
in youth sports have has ever seen has thrown more coaches out of games teed up more people than any youth uh referee or has ever teed up i feel like he makes it there which is going to take me into number three for me which is obviously Joey is Joe Crawford, Joey Crawford. What's Crawford's name? Joey Crawford, who probably has more technical, has teed up more people than anybody in the world. And top it off with my all-time favorite referee because of the fact that for some reason, this is probably my favorite part. So I like Chris Paul. Mm -hmm. Love Chris Paul. Chris Paul gets on my nerves big time, big time on a basketball court. Mm -hmm. I love watching him play. I don't like in between plays watching him. Mm-hmm. He annoys the hell out of me. And he also <laughs> annoys Scott Foster uh, a lot because I'm, I I don't know the exact numbers, but um, they don't get along. I think it got to the point where the NBA was purposely like moving him around where Chris Paul was. So he would only get a game with Chris Paul, like three times a year towards the end of his uh, tenure. Well, towards the end of Chris Paul's playing days. Yeah. Uh he was um well they're both still around. I mean they, Yeah, they both still do it. I'm saying I'm saying towards we're at the end of Chris Paul's career, right? So he's more yeah, yeah, yeah. that's one. Yeah, I see. Um because they obviously didn't keep him away in the middle or during the prime of his career because it felt like he refereed every single game with Chris Paul because it felt like Chris Paul was getting in an argument every single game. Just this year it happened again. They they Did got it, in they got into something and Chris Paul started going nuts during the game. And he said, after the game, he said, um, actually during the game, he said it because they were showing the clip and, and they figured out what he was saying. He said, apparently he said something about Chris Paul's son. And, oh, and I don't know. I mean, how do you, how does an official say anything about your, about your kid? But there was, I mean, it's personal between the two of them big time. And it's, they don't like each other. It's like not even a secret anymore. No. If you asked if you asked him, if you asked uh, uh, Scott Foster, you know, outside of a game in an interview, he, I guarantee he would say, no, I have no problem with Chris Paul, but it's clear. Do you <laughs> think he would say that? I do think he would. You do? That. I mean, I he's never going to get, he's never going to get interviewed. He can't. Well, I mean, maybe if he's maybe once he retires, yeah, when he retires, cause he, you can't, you can't say anything personally about any player or anything. How does that work? Well, does he get suspended for something like that? Does, yeah, I would say so. Why? Why would you say something about somebody's kid? I don't know. I don't even know if it's. I wonder how it's true. I wonder how all these things start. Right? Like, when was the first time these two you see something happen and he like tees Paul up, and then maybe like three days later they're back with each other again and something happens and then it's like okay now we're done. Like, what was the what was the, okay, I'm done with you. You're done with me. Cause on my head, it's probably more on Scott Foster's part where he's just oh. like, he's like, that's it. I'm done with this guy. I'm always going to hate him. I'm always going to be this way. Cause I feel like that's with referees a lot. Like there's a lot of referees that when they walk into a game and they see a coach or a player and they'll, I've seen it on the youth side of things where a referee will come up and go, look, see the number 12 over there. He starts with me today. I swear to God, he, he's a he, kid's a crybaby. It's all he does is cry the whole game. He starts with me right off the bat. I'm teeing him up. Like you're talking about a, an 11 year old kid. Yeah, I I think it's way different in the NBA, but but um, and I I don't think I think for the most I, a big part of their training I think is 
figuring out how to be stone faced, figuring out how to keep emotions out of everything, figuring out how to take beratement the, the entire that's, that's the not entire fair. Time. It's not fair. You should not have to deal with that. No, and you can't react. You can't get in no. an argument. No, you can't yell back at a guy. You can't do big arm movements. No, you can't be demonstrative at all if you are an NBA official and you're getting paid like peanuts compared to what these guys are. And then you still hear them talk about, well, I'm at my job. You shouldn't be able to talk to me like mm -hmm. the way you talk to me. But you talk to the referees the right. same way. Yeah. Yeah. If you can cuss at a guy, if you can get in a guy's face, if you can scream and, yeah. and jump up and down and pump your fist and stuff yeah. at people. It, it, yeah, it, it's it's crazy, the double standard for sure. But uh, yeah, I think that's the that's the difference. So, so you'll never hear an official say anything out loud, um, but unless they're retired or whatever, like Tim Donaghy. Tim Donaghy's trying about. to make all the money he can right now because he right. he was making a killing there for a while and uh, not so much anymore. Yes, and he is he is blacklisted, blacklisted from the NBA, and um, yeah, rightfully so because he was involved in some some shady stuff. Shady stuff. Thank you. Um, anyway. But he never, he never himself did anything to, to change the outcome of a game. He would let people know that certain referees didn't like certain players. He claims, yeah. I, he, I just I watched the documentary and it was hilarious listening to him say all this stuff. It was it was very compelling documentary. And then um, they were giving him money for his information. Mm -hmm. They were paying him for his information, but only when his information got them to win. Yeah. Uh, yeah. According to him, it was they had certain things like they knew uh, that the, the NBA wanted them to call a certain kind of play a certain way or something like that. And he's like, well, I know this team is playing this team and this player is going to play this player a certain way. And so we're we're being asked to call this a certain way. I know I can make that. that can we're going to be calling more fouls on this guy. This guy's going to be going to the line more. It's going to turn out that way. So the likelihood of this team winning because of that is a lot more. I'm giving that information. So it's so ridiculous. Uh, yeah, and he he made the podcast rounds and all that kind of stuff. The guy that's on there on that Tim Donaghy special, the guy that he was giving the information to, like the guy who was paying, listen to that guy. Like, nah, man, he made he told us exactly what he was going to do. That dude was all about it. Like, hell yeah, we made all kinds of money. Yeah. <laughs> Yep. Um, yeah, there's a little bit of a little bit of a parallel with some of the Pete Rose stuff, I felt like. Yeah. Um, but anyway, uh so I forget where how we got into all that, but I I I, I think you still have no, that's it. You have okay. You uh, have I'm going Archie, Foster, Sags. Crawford, Archie, Sags. Gotcha, gotcha. Okay. Um, mostly because I only know one other NBA referee and his name's Tim Donaghy. <laughs> and I don't like that guy at all. I, After I watched that documentary, oh, yeah, he's so hard to even look at. Yeah. His face is like, ugh. it was really interesting. We probably talked about this. I don't remember, but, um, you know, after that came out and everything, he started going on some of the podcasts, you know, all these former players have podcasts and everything. And a big one was Rashid Wallace and Rashid Wallace has a podcast or did. And, um, and so he, it was Rasheed Wallace and Bonzi Wells had a podcast together. Really? And they had, yeah. And they had Tim Donaghy on and they were like, Bonzi Wells was really good about it. Cause he played during all that, all that mm -hmm. time too. Um, 
Bonzi Wells was a lot better about saying, you know, kind of being like more of a host. Mm -hmm. But but Rasheed Wallace was like, uh, like you know, I mean, he wasn't bad, but he was like a couple times he started getting a little heated because he's like he's like you know you got you were messing with guys' money, man. He's like. He's yeah. like, you were messing with money. You gave me a technical here, here, and here, and I I missed a game and I missed out on this check or what or that you know that th I know this certain guy uh was suspended two games or whatever because of something you did or mm -hmm. and, and and he's like and he would like start getting he's like but they like asked him like why did you do that like how do you feel that you know that you mess with guys' contracts and their you know eligibility to win certain awards and things like that um and uh. And he's and he's. I mean, he was really honest. I mean, he was he say, well, making money, man. I think he was. Well, making, I mean, the point of him making money, or then depends. Was he saying I didn't, I didn't do these things, or was he saying, listen, man, I was making really good money. He he was like, I. He's like, I totally. I I wish I didn't do it. Like I wish I wasn't involved yeah. in any of that stuff. He was taking full ownership of it for sure. But he was like, I, I you know, I, I just did. It was. I just got caught up in this thing, and it was. I didn't want to do it. I didn't I didn't actively say I'm coming in to give that guy a technical today or I'm throwing this guy out of this game mm -hmm. or I'm calling more fouls on this guy just because or whatever because because I'm trying to make money on him. It was I tried to go by what we were being asked to do and just use that information to help mm -hmm. people make money and make me money. Um so anyway, uh, but he was also throwing all kinds of other refs under the bus. Oh yeah, he did that immediately. He in the documentary he talks about three other. Or, well, he talks about one other guy that's they were best friends. Uh, and now this dude is you know they haven't talked to each other in however many years because he immediately started throwing him under the bus. And that guy, he's still a referee. Whoever the other guy is, still a referee in the NBA. Uh, or at least during this during that thing, he was a referee, and they did an investigation on him to try to find stuff too. Uh, I remember, I can't, I can't really remember that all the way, but, um, yeah, like, you know, went from, he's like, look, uh, my, the best friend I ever had in my life is no longer talks to me because of this. Was it Monty McCutcheon? Maybe. I don't know. Anyway. Um, wasn't Donaghy's dad a referee or something too? Oh, maybe. Isn't that how he got into it? Yeah, I think so. I think you're right. Forgot about that. Yeah, I think you're right. Um, yeah, and that happens sometimes. There, there's like a you know a lineage kind of where you. Well, sure. I mean, Dad says, "Hey, man, you can make some good money, travel all over the world." Yeah, here it's not that hard. I can I can tell you exactly the steps to do to get to it. Yes. Most people don't do that because they just don't know what the other steps are to do it. Yeah. Yeah. Would Would you ever do that? Would you ever be a, a referee, an NBA referee? No. It seems like the hardest job in the world. It seems like it a does. really hard job to be really NFL, good at. NFL, Major League Baseball, maybe not Major League Baseball, probably second, just because I mean the strike zone obviously is so crazy, but but the the pace of the NBA and you've got sixty and eighty year old men out there <laughs> trying to run around with them. I yeah. mean, how old is Joey Crawford? Does he still do it or is he retired? No, he's 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 been retired for a while, but he was in his sixties when he was yeah he was still doing it. He, made, he, he looked made, like seventy, yeah. Dick Bavetta was like that. Dick Bavetta was the same way. That's another guy. I remember that guy. He was an old dude too. Yeah. Yes. And you're expecting to, to be able to get up and down and see everything, but they're all in good shape. There, you never see an overweight official. Really? No, not in not, not in the NBA. NBA. Yeah. <laughs> um, I've seen plenty. <laughs> I've seen yeah. plenty Let's go friend. back to the youth guys. Yeah. Uh, I've seen plenty. I, I wrote down Bobby Sager's Archie and Jerry McClatchy. I mean, oh, two of the three. 
two of them. I but you know what though? You know what? McClatchy was God a good. I love those two guys. Yes. Soul. McClatchy was a good dude though. I never had a problem sure. with him. Uh, football. He did a ton. I feel like he did every Saint Dominic football game. Mm-hmm. I, I honestly, I feel like he did every Saint Dominic football game. He wasn't a bad guy. Uh, I don't remember him as an umpire. I'm sure he umped too, but I definitely remember him as a referee, football and basketball for sure. Uh, uh, I I left out I left out uh, Ellis. Uh, that might be that's another. He's another one. Do you remember uh, his sons are uh, Matt and Scott? Um, I played softball with them. Anyway, I told you the story of the umpire at softball after the whole. Um, Sticky tack came out and they could check your hat and glove in between innings and all that stuff. Oh, and, and, um, Max Scherzer started taking his belt off and all that. And the guy walked out to me joking around in the middle of a game. And, uh, he came, Kenny Ellis, Kenny Ellis came out to me in the middle of the game. Yeah. Yeah. That's where I was going to get to it. So he came out to me in the middle of the game and asked for, asked to check my, check my hat and glove and i just drop my pants right there i have my cup on my jock strap i don't wear like the shorts we put the cup in it like most people do now i still wear the jock strap like the full strap backside like and i put i got and i just and he goes oh and he turns around to this day to this day he refs half of my son's games horrible referee yes but tells the other referee the story Every single game, whoever the other referee is, he does. The, he'll walk straight up to you. It's just like they all do it. Oh, yeah, wait, wait, you're getting out. I'm, I'm teeing you up. You're going to be out before the first half. All those jokes and all that. But he is so, so bad. But I feel like, I feel like some of these really bad. This is this is what I like. I feel like I have the ones that are the worst are the ones I try to get to know more. Because if you're going to be bad, be bad for me. Kenny Ellis is great for us. <laughs> he makes some of the worst calls you ever seen in your life. No, it's not always in our favor. Not always. Like, it's bad both ways. Yeah. But usually it's more bad for them than it's for us. Yeah. Yeah, because you showed him your jockstrap. Yeah, I showed him my, my cup. Provided a hilarious core memory for that guy. That, that it is definitely a core memory for him, for sure. As soon as I, as soon every time I, I'll, he starts walking in, he's oh gee, it's I love it. Just the the faces, the faces he makes, such a great dude. I love him. I love him. He's a terrible, terrible referee. Yeah, I love him. Such a good dude though. Yeah, I shouldn't say terrible. He's not terrible. He was always he's out he's there, always miserable. Well, every basketball game I've seen, he looks miserable. He looks like he's miserable. No, I, I the job he did was miserable. Was well, terrible. That's true too. Yeah, but that's what, that's what I meant. I, probably a great guy. Super great I never guy. got to know him. Because Super great guy. At Sports Mall, I was always so furious <laughs> when he refereed <laughs> our games. Oh, so anyway. good. I didn't even put old man Sags in there. But that's all right. Yeah. Well, okay. who else you got? Um, have you got anybody yet? I haven't, I don't have anybody yet. But, yeah, I mean, I, there are so many guys in the youth game and in the high school game that – I've seen so many times over the years in high school between coaching and way before that, just ref, just watch, you know, ref and elder games mm-hmm. for, you know, decades. Um, you see the same guys over and over. Um, and there, there are a few guys that there's one guy. I don't know if you remember his name was uh, Butch Burbridge, Butch, Butch Burbridge. He was, uh, he kind of had uh, something with his leg. He, one of his legs was kind of messed up a little bit. 
but he was like the best high school official I remember seeing. Oh yeah. He he all pretty much always did a really good job. Yeah. Um and I I don't know that there's anybody else I can say that about, <laughs> honestly. You know, it's it look, most of the time they're actually doing better than everybody thinks. Oh, hundred percent they are. Yeah. But but you know, it's because there's so much to either call or miss, so much stuff does get called and missed that somebody that you know people are going to be uh, unhappy about especially especially now. in basketball especially in basketball. it's so fast-paced yeah. and if you decide to let one thing go and then call it on the other side because a lot of times you miss it and you're like well shit it's too late now but i can't let that happen again and then you call it and then it's like well what happened to it it's like yeah you know what i missed that one yep yep that's why like, i can't say that either if you tell a coach that you missed the call you're gonna hear it worse after that than you would. You try to be honest. See, yeah, to me, that's if you, if you say I missed it, that's my bad. I can't change it now, but yeah. I missed it. I'm gonna make sure I check. Yeah, that's that's good for me. We had I, I was watching. It was a game before us. They were shooting free throws from the wrong place. Because you know, at our age, like within three years, you go from the front to the middle to the back, like it, boom, 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 right straight back. Mm-hmm. And uh, they're letting these kids shoot from the second line. And all of a sudden, the one coach goes, "We're not supposed to shoot from. We're not. We. It's a. It's just like halfway through the second half. There's only two. I mean, it's not quarters. Two halves. Halfway through the second half, and the coach for one of the teams makes a point that we're supposed to be shooting from the back line. And the guy goes, "Well, what age is this? What level is this? How's it? He's like, "Oh, that's right. You, yep, yes, scoot back." And the other coach goes, "Bananas. We've been shooting there all game. We might as well just stay there now." Mm-hmm. And he's like, "Which I agree we, with, honestly." He said, "The referee said." We were wrong. We have been shooting from there, but that's not correct. We are going to fix it now and do it here the correct way for the rest of the way out, which I don't have a problem with that either. Yeah. Yeah, that's tough. That's tough because whoever shot the most free throws to that point had an advantage. advantage. Yeah. But that's the same thing as in, hey, I missed the call. Yeah. Uh, I I missed it. I'm going to do better. I make sure that we get that call from here on out. We're going to be watching for it. That's the same thing. Whoever was doing that all the way up to that point had an advantage. Yeah. Yeah. That's tough, man. That's, I mean, to, to come into a game and not know what grade this oh, is and to not Pete. know what free throw line that has to be, you have to know that. I mean, you, you I mean, these guys to. walk up at the beginning of the game. What grade, what age is this? Uh, so can they press? Can they not? What is it? 10 points, 20 points. And, and look, it's not the fifth grade level for us. Like there's like for, you know, certain teams, if you, you can press all the way to 20 points, Mm -hmm. but you start going down below us and it's, you, you have to stop pressing if you're up by 10 points and it's like, it's the same grade. So you walk up and just go, what grade is this? Fifth grade. Okay. Regular basketball. Cool. And you walk away and all of a sudden it's like, oh wait, no, no. When's the press? Hold on. That happened to us. Whistle got blown. They said we were down, we were down by, we just went down we're down by like 11 and whistle gets blown as we get a ball but the guy reaches over to jump for a jump ball almost immediately goes to take the ball from us they blow a dead tell us tell us uh tell them to get back the other coach goes no that this is that should be a jump ball then he goes i blew the whistle to have your guys get back that's an inadvertent whistle they've got possession it's their ball he was going bananas it's 20 points and it was 20 points Mm -hmm. but the whistle was blown before the yeah. It was crazy. It's crazy. I feel bad for these guys, dude. Yeah. It's not easy because because they're they're covering, every game they do. They're, they're the rules change 10, ten different eight. Yeah, I mean it's it, yeah. 
And and a lot of the people, a lot of the guys, some of the guys that do the youth stuff will do youth games on all day Saturday and they reft high school games the oh, night before. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so uh, anyway, so yes, there there's a lot to remember, but you you need to know that going in. So Absolutely. stuff like that doesn't happen. Yeah. Um, okay. Anyway, I am going Joey Crawford. All right, Joey Crawford. If he did, he was that that was the first that was the first Chris Paul uh, Foster uh, uh, matchup. Every time he did a Rasheed Wallace game, yeah, Sheed was getting teed up. Yep, he was getting he wasn't going to take it from him. I ain't taking your I ain't taking your crap. Yes. Um, and, and almost every single time Rasheed Wallace deserved the technical foul, but it was like, when you saw Joey Crawford, you're like, she's getting it <laughs> yeah. up. Come on. And, she'd say and, it one time. He's, he might get, t- he might get, <laughs> might get tossed. He uh, probably, I bet if Rasheed, well, I wonder how many times what the percentage of, cause I mean, he's like third, second or third. No, he, is he, he might be first. I don't know. Technicals. Technicals. Yeah. He may be first. Anyway. Hard to imagine anybody having more. Yeah. Um, I know Barkley was third, mm. and he was either second or first. Either way, besides that, I wonder how many times Rasheed Wallace only got one technical in a game. <laughs> Not zero technicals. Those games don't count. But when he got a technical, how many times that was the only technical that he got in yeah. a game? I bet it was a lot, but also he got kicked out of a lot of games. I was going to say, I mean, what it's got to be the highest percentage of yeah. – of, getting kicked out of games after you get a technical foul. I would think so. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, Joey Crawford was, was known not just with Rasheed Wallace either. He was known with for the quick whole team. league, the, the, the biggest story, you know, the, the one that people remember a lot is the Tim Duncan one when he got, he, there was a bad call, a really, really bad call. And that's all Tim Duncan never said a word oh, to the officials. His hands up and he never, he never complained. He never, he never cussed at I can anybody. See his face right now. I can see Tim Duncan's face when that happened. Mm-hmm. Just like, yes. What? How can you possibly? Yeah. But he wouldn't even say that. And then he went to the bench and he's laughing with a teammate on the bench and Joey Crawford <laughs> from on the floor <laughs> in the middle of play, tees him up and throws him out of the game. And Tim Duncan went like this again because he's like. Huh? <laughs> what just what are happened? You talking about uh, that was, and I I've heard I heard an interview a long time ago with Joey Crawford after after he retired, and he admitted he's like that's like the most embarrassing thing. He's like, I I was totally wrong for that. I thought something else was going on or whatever, and I I was t- so wrong for that. I wish I would have never done that. Uh, and he said he apologized and everything. Anyway, uh, he was entertaining. Um, which is Billy Crystal should be on this, right? Billy Crystal. Um, yeah. What the, uh, the movie what was, was uh, movie? I can't remember. I never saw it, but I know what you're talking about. The very beginning. He throws out the, both teams. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know who I have to put on here in that case is father Pat from, from, uh, from, uh, uh, all the Will Ferrell movie. Semi-pro. Uh, oh, semi-pro. Yes. yes. Oh my gosh. That was so funny. Oh, uh, my I've God. never seen semi-pro. Oh God. It's so, it's a really underrated Will Ferrell movie. Incredible cast too. Yeah. Anyway. Um, <laughs> so I, did, I just watched a uh, Will Ferrell movie last night. Did you? What is it? Barbie. Oh, is he in that? He's uh the head of Mattel. Very funny. Oh, okay. Very funny. All right. Um, <clears throat> I got to go Tim Donaghy. I mean, one of the most famous for sure. Definitely the most famous. Definitely. Um, And then I'm going, it's so hard after that. There's so, I have a huge list of people. I'm sure that I know. And it's, and I'm like, 
I can think of reasons for a lot of them to put him on there. And I think I'm going to go Scott Foster because he's been so doing long, it so long. Yeah. He's so well-known. Yep. Um, kind of remind you of the Joe West kind of, yep. you know, he, he's, he has an issue with people a lot. And, uh, and, uh, Angel Hernandez. Hey, Angel Hernandez. Yeah. I feel he's like, not, I feel not, like Joey Crawford. Hernandez, I feel man. like Joey Crawford is Joe West and Angel Hernandez is Scott Foster. Scott Foster is not nearly as bad. No one is that bad. No one is that bad. <laughs> um, all right. So I'll go with those three. And then I had so hard to narrow this down. I, I did originally put Violet Palmer. She was the first, she was the first female official. Yeah. But, um, I'm going Bobby Sagers. I just got to go. You got to put Sags in there. He's the man. Yep. Sags is the man. Yep. Um. So uh, I was just thinking you have wrote down a whole bunch of people, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, nobody knows referees' names, right? Usually you're a really good referee if they don't know your name. That's what they say, right? Like you did a great job if nobody remembers who the referee was. That's how you know you did a good job. I, I still kind of disagree with that, but I'm just yes. saying, like, that means that the game was called. It was the the game flow was going. Nobody was upset with you. You didn't go overboard, like things like that. Yeah. Uh, the guy who used to sit in front of me at Xavier games would memorize, would learn every official's name that did the game. <laughs> and the whole game would scream directly at the official that made the call. I've never been more annoyed about anything in my entire life. No, but... I, he's like, come on, Scotty. And I'll, who is Scotty? What's he talking about? Yeah. And then I'll turn around and go, every time Scotty McClatchy does our games, he's terrible. And I'm like, who and what does our, the ref, you know, the ref's name in college. Although I will say at Xavier games, there's four refs that probably do 75% of their games. Big East refs that. Yeah. And, and I see them on TV all the time. So they don't, don't just do the big East. They're big 10 and you know, they do every, they do a lot of different ones. And I see the same guy, the one guy for sure. I think he goes everywhere. I think if it's Midwest or East, he's there. Yeah. And I also heard that like, these guys, you know, I mean, they make a decent amount per game, uh, but, you know, a lot of them, that's all they do is just drive from arena to arena day to day. And that's what their job is. And they'll work six days a week. Yeah. I mean, that sounds, it sounds like a pretty good gig. If you can make it, but if you're not making a decent living, you know, if you're making, if you're driving that much. So first off, you're not getting room and board you're not getting i mean i don't i don't think you're getting a stipend or anything like that you're getting a flat fee for the game right because you're a contracted referee i would i wouldn't be i don't know in in the in the in the ncaa you're not working for the ncaa but but i think you can work but you can be a big east ref you can i think you're employed by i think you can be employed by those conferences yeah or you might be employed by the ncaa I, I don't know for sure, but I would think if they're if they're assigning you to a game, they would provide they would provide a room. I would think they would provide mm-hmm. wonder accommodation. Always wondered about that because I know I remember I one thing I ever remember from uh Mick Cronin was talking about how he felt so bad for these officials. They don't it was after an official made a terrible call, obviously. He's like, These guys aren't making enough money, they gotta drive from place to place, half of them live out of their cars and he was going on and on and on about how they needed to be have better. He was basically blaming the guy for doing three straight games and traveling across the country is why he had such a terrible game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, 
<laughs> yeah, like a, a backhanded uh, yes, compliment. Hundred percent. Um. Okay. There's yeah, it, it is. That's one of those things. Like, and I've known I've known people who are. I had a friend from a while ago who was such a massive sports fan. He knew college officials' names. It's crazy. And, and he yeah, um, it's and but I feel like especially the people who have been around a long time, yep. you just you see their names enough. And once in a while stuff happens and they could be a really good ref, but some once in a while something will happen or whatever. Um, it, but that's what, you know, I, I feel like, especially in basketball, I know a lot of names because just I've heard them a lot. I see, you see the, it seems like you see the same six or eight people doing every single game. Now there's mm-hmm. way more, but you just recognize people that you see all the time. Um, and, and that's a little bit true in uh, baseball too, I think, but uh, or any sport, I'm sure. I'm sure there are huge football fans that know. Sure. Uh, Ed Hockley, you know, there's yep. a football yep. ref that we all know. Um, Those guys aren't known for how bad they are, though. Those right. guys are known because they're on TV talking, right? All like, the time for yeah. decades. Yeah. yeah, exactly. That's I. That's why I know most of the names that I know. Now, of course, the Joey Crawfords and the Scott Fosters and the Tim Donaghy's, you know, for other reasons, but um, but also because they were around for such a long time. Um. What was I going to say starting with that? I forget, but anyway, uh, yes, very, very difficult job. Very difficult job. Let's get into comedy. Yeah, let's I just it. realized what time it is. Let's do comedy. Oh, do you work? Mm-hmm. I, I'm going to work tomorrow, oh, but oh, yeah. By the way, real quick, congratulations on your very first podcast wearing jeans. Yeah, I, you're definitely right there. Yeah, so... The only reason I have jeans on today is because this is the first day I didn't wear slacks to work maybe ever. I oh. went out today. I, I hit a couple places up in northern Kentucky because some guys needed some stuff, and I uh, this is what I wore. I didn't nice. no button-up shirt today. Just had a little quarter zip, pair of jeans. I did not wear a hat, uh, so I still didn't wear the hat. But, uh, yeah, gym shoes went out. Not normal. Not normal for me. I call them slacks. Do you think anybody else calls them slacks anymore? My wife makes fun of me because I always call them slacks. <laughs> I, I hear slacks once in a while, but yeah, yeah mostly not. <laughs> what do you call them? Uh, you know, pants. Yeah, but I mean, everything's pants. I got to let you know what kind of pants they are. Dress pants or something like that. Dress or... slacks. Dress slacks. I like I that like too. dress slacks. Yeah. I might start using dress slacks Dude, now. Dress slacks. <laughs> I like dress slacks Really better. dial it up yeah. even more. Not just slacks, bro. I got my dress slacks oh, on that Doubling down on it. I like it. I love it. Because I don't wear khakis. I don't wear khakis. I wear, I wear dress slacks. Dress slacks. And welcome to the uh, title of this episode. Dress, dress slacks. Oh, <laughs> uh, Speaking of dress slacks, I'm pretty sure that Nick Mullins has never worn a pair in his life. No, that's right. Uh Nick Mullins. Uh okay, I go what do you got for what do you got for Uncle Nick? Uh <laughs> Uncle Nick, a very slim silent bob. You know who he reminded me of at first? Just really more in his appearance and really mostly just with the hair, your brother-in-law. Cody? Yeah. Really? Uh hmm. I I think just the hair just reminded me. Had to be the hair. Yeah. 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 Um that's really it. But anyway, um shout out to Cody. Yeah. Cody Gullet. Uh great head of hair. Great, Great unbelievable hair, and like he's got long flowing locks. Mm-hmm. And when he gets it cut short, it's like yours. He's got a thick, does it head of hair, bro? Yes, yeah. thick head of hair. He's got like three calyx in the front of his head, though, dude. It <laughs> makes his hair look so cool when you got black hair and that's just like flowing all around, dude. It looks so good, <laughs> dude. Looks good, yeah. Um, 
And this guy had the same kind of hair, but we don't really know what was going on with the top of his head because he had the hat on. The uh, you could see through the through the 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 snapback. He had some hair up top. I don't think hair. he was bald. Yeah, I, I thank agree. God. No skullet should be that much hair. <laughs> um, okay, I I really liked this special. Uh, it, it, the first couple minutes, I was like, all right, this might just be okay. Um, as it went on. You know, he talked about so many different things. Every um, topic you can hit. He hit every single topic. Yeah. Every big point topic that every comedian goes to. Yep. Uh, and and there were some, I definitely laughed out loud a few times. Absolutely. Um, and I, I was I was really impressed with. He started getting nervous. Things. He started getting nervous during the N-word thing. At the very beginning of the N-word, uh, the N-word jokes, he was getting a little like, I don't know if he felt the crowd not feeling it. Probably. Now, he knew that the joke was going to come out good, so he knew he had to fight through it and get to it. It almost felt like he started to hurry it a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Um, that might have been my favorite part, is that he was like, like I could almost feel him being nervous because it wasn't <laughs> the first joke didn't hit, and he f- sped through to the rest of them and killed it. Yeah, he's like, I'm filming my special. I need laughs. Here. Yeah, I can't, I can't have, I can't have bombs. Anyway, um, yeah, I was, I was really impressed. There was a couple things that he said that I was like, I, I, I laughed pretty hard, and I was like, God, that's so good. Uh, so yeah, I mean, overall, I really liked it. Um, I wrote a few things down. I, I always hate to say anything just because I don't want to give anything away because I want people to really watch these, but, um. Please stop flushing ravioli down the toilet. I financed well, these. You know what? I'm not gonna say that one. Uh, Blades for AIDS was funny. <laughs> it's a great charity. <laughs> women's the whole women's history thing. Amelia Earhart and Helen Keller. That was good. Ones. The Gary Busey. Uh, who was the guy I, he called? I related I was, that so much. I know. I was like, holy cow! I don't think I know the difference between the two. <laughs> yep. Who was it? Gary Busey and uh, Nick Nolte. Nick Nolte. I really don't know if I know the difference between them. For for a long time, uh, Anne Frank and Helen Keller, I I switched in okay, my mind. I know who I know the difference between those. Two. I, I but know yes, I now, did. But... They both the ones he said were good. Who was the other one that he compared? Michael Douglas and Martin Sheen. Yes, another good one. That's <laughs> yeah. such a good one. They are close. Yeah. Um, anyway, yes, I was like, oh my gosh, that was. I mean, it didn't yes. even didn't even have to be funny. I was like, oh yeah, yep, that works. Um, so anyway, uh, those. Those are the things I wrote down. I there's, couldn't there's talk. One thing I one was told not to. <laughs> yeah, wasn't allowed to. Wasn't allowed to. That yeah. was it. Uh, and then he was talking about. Can you imagine if Helen Keller was the one in the attic? <laughs> 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 it started <laughs> doing the German voice and <laughs> there were monster up there. Uh, anyway, I feel I feel bad even saying that because that's crazy. But um, and it's one thing that I wrote down that I don't want to say out loud. Um, anyway, um, yeah, that was uh the he did a lot of abortion stuff. A lot of abortion stuff, and that? he had two of them back to back that he said back to back that were pretty that were that was pretty funny. Yeah, definitely pretty. I'll say it. I ain't worried about it. He said, "Yeah, I, I financed the death of a child." <laughs> yeah, he was trying to make it like this elegant, elegant thing. voice. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, so funny. Uh, anyway, I had to go to I had to go to North Carolina to get that done. <laughs> yeah, I think it was the last one they had. <laughs> um, I gave this a 
I gave it a 3.9. I like that. That's good. I, I was going to go 4 1. So I, I was going over four because I, it was funny. The, here's the deal. Like super, I really, I think the guy does a really good job of saying, listen, I'm not, I'm of no, I don't care about anything. Mm-hmm. Like I'm not, I ain't got no, I try to be a little progressive. He says, but listen, I'm just a dumb idiot. And I think he said it like twice in all the stuff about, about, uh, politics. Like basically my politics is whatever Calvin's peeing on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like those, yeah. Uh, the, it, you gotta be ready for this guy because he comes out and you can kind of he started talking about a podcast. does he do a podcast uh i don't remember he might just know me as a dirty podcast got comic or something Probably like that and i was like well yeah. this could get a little raunchy mm-hmm. and uh oh he it definitely goes he hits some lines but yeah he definitely if you're not ready to toe up to the line and laugh at something that may not be uh pc then you may not like it. However, if you're able to laugh at any, if you can make, if you can, if you can laugh at things because you're a human being and things are funny, yeah, then you will like this. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so I think, yeah, I, I thought it was great. I thought Nick did a great job. We've had back to back good ones. And yeah, we have back to back and I'm feeling really good about this week, buddy. Uh Oh, cause we got somebody new popping up. Who do you have? Uh, it's a guy that I think I, I, I say I'm feeling good about it, but I'm, Pretty sure I haven't liked anything he's ever done. Uh, Ricky Gervais, Gervais, Ricky Gervais, Armageddon, Armageddon, Armageddon. Oh, wait a minute, wait a minute. Second thoughts. We might have second thoughts here, bud. I'm not a fan of this guy, but we may do it. Uh, nope, they're both British. <laughs> okay. Uh, Trevor Noah's got a new one out too. Oh yeah, just yeah. came out. Uh, we're gonna stick with Ricky Gervais. Okay, Jervis Gervais. I don't know how to say his name. He's 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 uh polarizing, very polarizing. Yeah. Oh yeah, he's going to say exactly what he thinks. Yeah. Um. Okay. And then we have a now you get sorry you get to think of a Mount Rushmore. No, yeah. Uh, I I was trying to think of one earlier today. Never came to a conclusion. Okay. And then I sat down uh, when I got here today and I'm like, all right, I got to think of one while we're talking. And um, <clears throat> guess what happened? Didn't happen. Didn't happen. No. So um, I got to do something. Can I tell you why you're thinking about it? Your calves look great in those joggers, bud. <laughs> yeah. they're they, These are a little tight on the lower legs. Um, they fit okay, like up here, but the lower legs how did, are. How, how is it? Are you Are you able to make the transition? I mean, you almost have to nowadays. If you're going to wear sweatpants, you you pretty much have to wear those kind of sweatpants. I mean, I I I do like the form fitting look a little bit more like this, um, but it's you know it, I don't I don't I can't wear, you know the the ones that are all you know yeah, way, way yeah, up in here and yeah. Stuff. Um, but yeah, I, I mean I yeah. I, can you wear ankles like I my ankle socks? You can hardly see in my shoes. I feel like I couldn't even wear these socks with those. Uh, I mean, you can if you want, you know, you just, you just wear whatever you want. I just, uh, there's something about that strangling my ankle. I don't think I can do. Oh, this. Yeah. Yeah. I mean this, it's really not too bad. I mean, it just looks tighter right here really. Yeah. But anyway, um, sorry. Anytime I see somebody in a nice jogger, I like to make a snide comment. <laughs> yeah. I do. Well, I made the comment about your jeans. So it hundred percent. We're, uh, yeah, we're, uh, you, you know how many pair of jeans I am? I'm going to say two. 
It's a good guess. Uh, if if you were taking the under, you would win. I own a pair of jeans. One pair of jeans. I, ah. I just, ah, pair of jeans. I just bought another pair a few weeks ago, and I think that makes two pairs that I can fit. That you fit in. And and yeah. and the one pair is getting tight. Okay, I guess technically I do have another pair of jeans, but they've got like seventeen holes in them, and they haven't fit me for like six years. This is the only pair of jeans I have that fit. Yeah. Oh yeah, I have a couple other pairs in the back of the closet that haven't fit in a while. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> yeah, well, when you were 26, I mean, not, not a lot of people can fit into a 26, 30 right. Right. piece of denim. You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, I've got, yeah, I've gone from a, I've gone from a 30, I've gone from a 30 waist like three years ago to, uh, I'm, I'm barely fitting 32s anymore. Are you? Barely fitting 32s. These are 36s, but they're too big. They're like the 36s. Is heavy on on a brother. Yeah, you know, if I didn't have a belt, they'd be falling down constantly. Okay, yeah, but that doesn't mean that I'm slim. That just means thirty six is a little big on me. We might be meeting at thirty four here pretty soon. I don't know. Thirty four is a little snug. That's the problem. <laughs> See, that's the problem. You can't find a. I used to like I was a thirty one thirty forever, and I hated it because thirties were too tight, thirty mm-hmm. twos were too big. Yeah. And I bumped myself up, and I'm like, I need a thirty three. Very hard to find. Those right? eye sizes are tough. Tough to find. Yeah. Lots of 30s, lots of 32s. Or sorry, 32s and 34s, not a lot of 33s. Now, I, I'm not going to lie to you. Somebody gave me these because they didn't fit in them anymore. They lost a bunch of weight, and they gave me these. Oh. This is the only pair of jeans I have were given to me. Nice. Not, not like as a present, just as a, hey, I'm no longer fat. Here's my pair of jeans. <laughs> you look like you could fit into these. That's exactly what was said. But you don't. They're loose. Uh, Now. Yeah, not now. I'm as big as I've been a long time. So yeah. Um, okay. I'm losing weight though. By the way, good. I'm on my. Well, I started a bet. Made a bet. Hey, speaking of that, we didn't. I know we got to shut this down, but New Year's resolutions. Do you do? Do you do them? Do you have any? No, I. I don't. Uh, my New Year's. I think we've talked about this before. I try not to do like a, I'm going to do this. Mm-hmm. I try to make it more like I'm going to take the garbage out. I'm gonna lose weight. I'm going to go to the gym. I try to make it more of a, I want to be a better person kind yeah. of thing. Yeah. I want to try to not yell at my kids as much. I want to try to uh, be a better husband. I want to try to like, that's the stuff that I usually try to try to put out there as a resolution. Very nice. No, I don't have any for this year. Yeah. Now that I've said that same, pretty much, pretty much the same. Um, I'm 40. I, it is what it is. It is what it is. You get, you, <laughs> you get what you see. You get what you see, Bob. Um, yeah, I want to be a better husband too. And um good for you. Yeah, thank you. And I want to yell at my kids less. And uh and I um <laughs> you know, one of my favorite jokes is Brian Regan. Uh I had a re- New Year's resolution to lose 10 pounds this year. Only got 25 to go. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. Yeah. I um, like that. I like that coming from you. It probably sounded terrible because it probably was like this. I mean, New Year's resolution. He's only lost 21. <laughs> You're thinking of Jim Gaffigan, right? Oh, sorry. Oh, Jim Gaffigan? Brian Regan. What? They're the same damn person. <laughs> they are the same comedian. They're the same comedian. I like Brian Regan a little bit better than Jim Gaffigan. He does voices. Too, but though. they're the same. They don't do voices. They have they have their voice and whatever the other voice is that they do for every single other that's thing. What I mean. Okay, I guess technically that's voices, but they don't do voices. They do another voice. Right. That's it. And it's the same voice for everything. <laughs> and they use it half of the show. 
two of the very, very best, in my opinion. Regan, Regan's all right. Regan, uh, awesome. Gavigan is something else. Regan is another one that I, I is on the top of my list for people I would definitely want to see. Yeah. Uh, in person. So my cousin went and saw him, said he was unbelievable. Yeah. But, um, that no, makes good, clean comic. Yes, definitely. And uh, by the way, I'll be talking to you after this about something else. Speaking of that, um, off the mic let's do uh the mount rushmore of have we done clean comics now nah, let's go i don't know i don't think we have let's go mount rushmore of you know what i was thinking earlier today mount rushmore of comics who are alive and 60 or older okay i like that 60 or older and alive okay do they have to be currently doing stand up? Um, I mean, like Eddie Mur- Eddie Murphy's still alive. Uh, oh, that's true. Um, I mean, Seinfeld's got to be sixty. Murphy's got to be sixty. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like okay. I guess they don't have to be. They don't have to be still doing comedy. Um, I, I mean, prefer it. To, but if they're still doing comedy, then that's way more. That's way different. Yeah. Um. I, I was thinking had people to have had a, do it. had to have had a special in the last two years or last year or uh, I don't know. I think that's too tough. I think that's too, there aren't guys aren't put, especially those older guys aren't putting specials out every I mean, year. Einfeld's done one in the last two years. Murphy's done one in the last two years. Eddie Murphy hasn't done one. Didn't Eddie Murphy just come out with one? And we were both like, Oh, I would that he's no. never done that. No, he's, he's not. I don't think he's doing stand up at all. What, who was the one that came out with something? And we were like, I thought it was Eddie Murphy. <clears throat> Just speaking of, uh, uh, Candy Cane Lane, awesome. Loved it. Oh, yeah? Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. New Eddie Murphy uh, Christmas movie. I mean, is it is it one of those uh, family-friendly uh, things where he's not as funny as he probably could be? No, it, that? It's, <laughs> no, it's the, it's the, it's the uh, what, let's say, 35 and older. Eddie Murphy movie that he's been doing for the last 20 years. Okay. I think that's what I mean. Yeah. I think. Yeah. It's a, uh, he might, there might be a one or two little things in there, but nothing dirty. No. I mean, it's not raw. Yeah. Eddie Murphy raw or what was the other one? He had the two back bags delirious. Yeah. <clears throat> Definitely not anything like that. I mean, it's more like his normal stuff. You know what? I think we got to do comedians 60 plus that are still in comedy. You don't have to have had a, yeah. a special out recently. And Joey Diaz. Joey Diaz. That dude's got to be 60, right? Uh, Maybe. Yeah. I'm going to have to check him. He's bet, but he's close. I'll bet he looks older than he is. Yeah, I bet he looks old. He definitely looks older than he is, but I wonder how old he is. Yeah, I don't know for sure. But yeah, he talks about like, yeah, in the 80s, you know, I mean, uh, I mean, if you were, you know, in your 20s in the 80s, put you in your 60s now. Yeah. You got yeah, you got some guys like maybe like a Colin Quinn might be close. I don't know if he's sixty yet or not, yeah. but uh, you had. You I know. think Joey Diaz is on the top of my. He better be sixty because he's my number one. Okay, Joey Diaz is one of my favorite people. Yeah, this is crazy. Yes, uh, he is. Okay, yeah, you just. Have, I think you got to be sixty or older. You got to be alive, and you have to be in comedy. In comedy, let's go. I mean, the only way we're going to be able to continue this this game of. Mount Rushmore is to put more and more parameters on things. <laughs> yeah. So uh, that works for me. So we got 60 and older comedians that are still in comedy mm-hmm. and alive. 
which means I guess that's the only way to be in comedy still. Yeah, I suppose so. Uh, and then we've got Richie, Ricky Gervais Armageddon. That's right. On Netflix. Yeah. <laughs> Until next week, Adam, don't forget to turn your headlights on. <laughs>